0: Hello and welcome to episode one hundred of Grand Nintendo Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Angel. And back in our third chair is Anthony. Also known as Elvis for those who've never heard of him before. Uh he you are now graduated from college, so congratulations. Thank you, thank you. It was a four year in the
1: park, in the process. Of... <laughs> apparently apparently the, the English the part making. wasn't the I highest was in the making. <laughs> yeah, that's what go. I wanted to apparently say. Apparently
0: you work a little harder on the talking part, but <laughs> It's a bell maker.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's a English, English major. He's not. I need a job, not... Oh, yeah. So,
0: you hurry here first. Um, in this episode, we're helping Anthony, formerly Elvis, find a job. Uh, no, but this episode <laughs> is actually our... Uh, our First of all, it's our 100th episode, which is a big deal. But we're not celebrating to episode 101, because this is actually our bonus E3 episode. We don't normally do one this time of week, year, whatever. But because there's been so we much... Do going one. On... We do normally do one this time of year. Oh, time of year, yeah. But not, like, out of sync compared to most episodes, is what I meant. But, yeah, point is, uh, Nintendo had their digital event this morning. We're recording Tuesday afternoon. And they had their Nintendo World Championship on Sunday, which we were at. And they had their Smash Bros. update uh, video. And they had the Nindies at home. So basically there's a lot going on. So we figured we should do an E3 2015 progress report, which is what we're calling the episode, and kind of talk about it all and share our thoughts, since there's so much. So the big one is, of course, the um, digital event, which just went down. And I don't know, perhaps it was the fact that Nintendo built up this, this event by announcing so many things leading into it or of per-
2: retro thing are you ready yeah or can you dig it you dig which it? meant
0: nothing apparently or also maybe it's the fact that just like um, Nintendo announces things more frequently in normal Nintendo Directs opposed to this but it felt like this whatever it was this digital event was much more mellow and not quite as jam packed as I think everyone was expecting it to be um, yeah so I guess first we'll break down the big news and then from there we kind of share our thoughts on the event overall so we'll go through each game and take it from there uh i think we i mean i think we gotta start with the thing Nintendo started with which was kind of what everyone going to was expecting to see and excited to see and getting mixed impressions i'm guessing which is uh Star Fox zero so it's it, first of all interestingly enough it's developed by platinum games which uh it was kind of a long-running joke that people had with one of the platinum guys like oh are you making making Fox?" he's like i can't tell you that well it turns out he is uh, uh, people saying
2: like, "Oh, they made a pretty cool Star Fox level in, Inside Bayonetta." Yeah, 2. so you should make a
0: whole Star Fox, and then and then Nintendo's like, "Yeah, you should." So <laughs> Platinum Games is making it or co-developing it. I think is the term that's they're the using. Deal. Yeah,
2: I mean, aren't they also making like
1: Transformers? Well, they have, have multiple some teams. Some other thing. Yeah, thing. yeah, they have
0: multiple teams. So the team that's making this one is being headed up by the director of uh, Bayonetta Two. What does that
1: mean for Wonderful One and One? What do
0: you mean? Was well, the game's? A, it's not getting like a sequel. I game bombed, unfortunately. Yeah, but but uh, but it's a different director, I think, from for One and Bayonetta. No, oh, no, yeah, Kamiya. director, not producer oh. director, because the director no, no, the
2: director was Kamiya. Was he yeah. Oh
0: well, then it's the producer band. Someone with Bayonetta too. Uh, <laughs> Yugo Hayashi is who's doing Star Fox as a director, and he had a hand in Bayonetta too. But I don't know what that hand was. I guess. Uh, but yeah, so the big thing about the Wii U one, for those who don't fully know, is that uh, it's basically what we saw last year. With the TV and the gamepad kind of working in tandem. So on the t- on the gamepad you got a cockpit view. On the TV you have kind of a more cinematic. All range mode is often shown on the TV, while you still have like a dead ahead view on the gamepad. And you're using the sticks and the gyro kind of in tandem. The left stick is mo is your direction. Right stick is barrel rolls and things, um, I believe, and somersaults and whatnot. And then gyro is aiming kind of like Splatoon. So that in a nutshell is how it works. And because of the split of the controls, it's almost like you have a gun turret under your R wing, so you can fire one way one way and have the ship fly another way. Which is new for the series. But, um, one neat trick that they just revealed for it, that actually, this is kind of a cool. use a gamepad that's minimal, but is, More of a uh, gimmick. yeah, it's a bit of a gimmick, but it works. I mean, it makes sense. Is because your cockpit's in the gamepad, the correspondence between all your teammates and the opponents and whatnot, all that voice chatter, all that radio chatter, comes out of the gamepad. Which there, means
2: if you like to have your music blasted or the audio blasted from the TV, you probably will miss it. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. Well, maybe not because, um, they're just saying the TV's going to do environmental sounds, I guess music, but... Yeah, I guess if you blast it really loud, you're right. Wait,
1: but, well, what if, so the gamepad won't have any environmental sounds?
0: Only the TV, if, you, if you're if you not playing in, like, an off-TV play situation, which they haven't even confirmed for this, so... It'll it have it, I'm sure, but as of right now, it does not, but um, do officially... headphones? Well, that's something interesting, is they're doing... They're trying to do a 3D... Well, then they'll probably have both. But they're trying to do a 3D sound situation, so it won't even be necessarily, like... You know how, like, with the 3DS, sometimes when you're playing, it sounds like it's coming from the Wii left re- or the put right? a
2: Wii Remote behind you and to the side of you, and each one will produce different noises from the
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not It's not quite that. It's not like Dolby Atmos, like, made out of Wii No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, like, more like, uh, when you're playing 3DS, and, like, sometimes it sounds like, oh, and if you're playing Metro Prime Hunters, the sound's coming from the left or whatever. They're gonna do that with the voices, so, depending on where they're flying and so relation like, whoever
1: has a home theater surround sound setup. But it doesn't
0: help because it's the game pack. Oh, well, for the TV, though. At they, least I assume that's what they well,
1: because, I mean, if. Like
2: Peppy and Falco are talking to Fox, it's always gonna come from the same that's side true. of the it's intercom. Piece, it doesn't matter yeah. where they're flying, it's not like they're gonna yell out and Fox could hear them from inside his cockpit. <laughs> that's true. Especially in space.
0: No, Slippy would be stupid enough to yell out. Slippy would probably be like, Fox Just like out his <laughs> cockpit window.
2: I don't know. He's supposed to be a genius. He's probably just not good in combat. Yeah, which... that's probably true. Okay. Let me <laughs> backpel a little hear, isn't he? Yeah, he, right, is, yeah. he is, he is.
0: Let me backpedal a little. All they say is they want to do <laughs> they don't earpiece. Are there anyone? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe they do. They're desperate. They're a ragtag band of heroes. But uh, maybe the earpiece parts, the gamepad, and the 3D sound part—I don't know. But they said like they're trying to produce 3D sound and use the gamepad, and it was—it's from an interview with Kotaku that Miyamoto did. So I was kind of like, mm, they might misquote him or piece it together wrong. But the point is, it has all that, and more importantly, it's kind of back to basics in design. So.
1: Unfortunately.
0: See, now I'm cool with this because I love Star Fox 64 and this just looks like Star Fox 64 HG. HD. And, so I'm fine with it. And it's supposed to be like a reimagining. It's like not literally
2: a, HD. Like they didn't bother making any new yeah, crazy things. It just looks like the same polygons.
0: Well, it's supposed to just be... Yeah, that's what's crisp. kind of strange is the graphics are kind of simple. Mm. Which, I mean, what Mimo was saying again in that interview, I think it was with Kotaku, he was saying that um, they want to hit 60 frames per second so it's going to be 60 frames per second on TV and on gamepad the whole game and because of that the, some of the environments had to be scaled down a little which is disappointing because like when they were first talking about oh the cinematic view on the TV I was imagining these epic space fights mm-hmm. and they kind of weave yeah. through um, now it's just like epic six emptiness <laughs> it's fight. empty. It's emptiness but I'm, I mean I don't even know why in the background YouTube, they. Kind of,
2: I feel it looked a lot more mm-hmm. interesting
0: the explosions look nice in this one but that's about the extent of it I was watching the Treehouse Live and I'm like have that's a seen, nice explosion have you seen
2: Battlefront's Explosions?
0: It looks nice for a Wii U game. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's. I, I don't know. It's um it's kind of rudimentary looking. But My it was literally you know, blown when I saw them. Oh, they, it was literally bummed by the explosions. Oh, I oh, got yeah, a better battle. Battlefront. Yeah. yeah, the game looks amazing. But But uh, what I was going to say yeah. is that <laughs> um, Battlefront actually fly
1: battle So many different ships in Battlefront. Battle, see, be...
0: Battlefront's battles or what I was hoping Star Fox's battles would look like. Kind of. I mean, not with people on the ground, but or like the number of ships it. flying around and stuff. Like, I don't get why Star Fox they couldn't, like at least, have pre rendered in the background where you can't fly, just ships moving about. Like, it's like you're flying, it's like, oh, there's three enemies, then it be and nothing else. Switch.
1: Apparently not, <laughs> which
0: is why I'm having trouble believing. But either way, in terms of the gameplay, regardless of how sparse it looks, you do have the R Wing, and they brought in something from Star Fox 2 that they uh, never released because the game never came out, where your R Wing can turn into a walker. Chicken. And it basically, yeah, it, it basically turns chicken. into a chicken, falls on the ground, and just starts run- running around. And that's the new thing in this game is every um, every vehicle's gonna have some sort of transformation. So the Landmaster's back, and it can have like a little flight mode, which it had before, but they're making it a little fancier, and it can go further. And they also are introducing a new oh, drone. I Slippy for that. Yeah, yeah, they probably didn't need Slippy. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely do. good thing Slippy's there. And he also probably helped make the uh, the gyro wing, which is a new drone that you can take control of, and you can drop a camera that they're calling the uh, mini Rob? No, they're calling it the Direct Eye, and it's not like an eyeball. That's an eye, like the letter, because they're so clever. Uh, and they're calling it the direct eye, and when you use that, this one's actually kind of cool, you have the robot go down, you steer it, and your gamepad becomes its view. It becomes its camera. So you have yourself flying on the TV, and you can monitor, make sure you're not getting attacked, and you have your little robot down below doing its thing, and you have to kind of do both. That's probably the cleverest use of the 2 screen setup, actually. It's kind of zombie-you-esque.
1: Well, at that point, you're forced to look at the gamepad.
0: Oh yeah, yes you are. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's the that only.
1: One. That's the that's the only part of the trailer, where like the Yeah, but I'm saying like
0: that part reminds me of Zombie U, because Zombie U they had you micromanage multiple activities. Yeah, exactly. So so that's kind of the the gist of it. They're um not gonna have a big multiplayer mode, which is a bit of a bummer. No online support. They want focus on. Oh they want focus on single what.
1: No,
2: no
0: online support. No online support. They want to focus on single-player campaign. Because no one wants to do online dogfights, right? Mm. They claim it's to go back to the basics of Star Fox. They're saying what they want, what they're envisioning right now, right now... So
2: you're saying that when they wanted a multiplayer mode, they didn't... I mean... Quite frankly,
0: they probably don't have the resources to get it out in time because what Miyamoto was saying, I think it was IGN, was he's was like, yeah, we could do multiplayer in the future, maybe like a one-on-one dogfight or something. We'll consider it down the road. So DLC will be multiplayer, but for now, it's single-player campaign.
2: Star Fox is going to get Splatoon.
0: Star Fox is going to be Splatoon. Remember, I warned this was going to happen a couple episodes ago. I was saying you weren't here, uh, Elvis Anthony, whoever you are. But <laughs> um, a couple episodes ago, I was saying that Splatoon. I feel like is saying a weird precedent for Nintendo where they can release basically unfinished games and then roll out the finished product down the line like just keep updating it and people will play it and then they get bonus marketing because they keep announcing new things for it
1: isn't it also there's still a chance that they might not release it
0: yeah of course but well splatoon is for sure getting its releases they've mapped those they out but, like, like For like something like Star yeah yeah but something like Star Fox is um you know he's just hypothetically saying it could like there could be multiplayer but right now it's a single-player campaign that's what platinum's working on uh it's more linear than in the past which is a little disappointing as in um, there are very few branching paths, if any. What you're going to be doing instead is going back to multiple missions on the same planet. It's not one mission per planet. It's now mul- you know, a string of planets with multiple missions within. They can kind of hop around. And you can't change difficulty between those levels because I don't know why. They just took that out. So it seems like one oh step forward, two step back. Like I love Star Fox 64. I really like that they're going back to that, but it seems like they're stripping it of a lot of extra stuff that they probably didn't need to strip it of. So, and it looks kind of, it looks unfinished, that's the best way to put it. So I'm I'm excited for the potential of it, but so in its current state, a I'm, adventures I don't know. Not, well Adventures is like a Zelda game, I don't think they're <laughs> going to do that. It oh, was you, so good. It was, but it was a Zelda <laughs> game. <laughs> that's not Star Fox in any sense of the word, but, uh. A good Star Fox though. That's true. Yeah, it was I'm fun. It was really you can say fun. what
2: you will, but it was still a good Star Fox
0: game. It, I mean, literally, it was a Star Fox game that was of good quality. <laughs> but was but it yeah,
1: good amongst the masses.
0: Yeah, it did pretty well, if I remember correctly, and people liked it. But then Rare left Nintendo, and that was that. Oh, that was Rare. Yeah, that was Rare. That was their last game for uh, Nintendo. Damn. Be- before before Microsoft. It was a, rare, treat. It was a yeah. rare. It was a final rare treat. But uh, yes, yeah, so that's Star Fox in a nutshell. Who did um, what? Who did Assault? Namco. You know what's interesting? They, Nintendo has not made their own Star Fox independently in mm. forever. Because, like, uh, Zero, which, by the way, you know what? They're calling it Zero, not because it's a prequel, but because, I kid you not. The Ken- buy it? No, no, oh, hey! <laughs> no, because the um, the Japanese calligraphy or Kenji layer or whatever for Zero, Mimo, this is what he said in the direct. I don't know if you guys caught this. He no, said, It looks cool. So they're calling it zero. Cause it looks cool. Yeah, like, it looks like a tail. Mm-hmm. You know? It looks like a cool logo. So we're gonna, we're gonna do that. I did like the develop like the developer diaries in the in the digital event were a little long winded at times, but I, it was kind of cool to see Mimo like walk through where he was inspired. Like, yeah, this is the place. And was <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, it was uh, weird. It was a little weird, but yeah, I, was, I enjoyed it because I, I like. Some- under
2: Arches, I wanted to make a game about <laughs> going under Arches. <artists.
0: laughs> Keep in mind, this is a guy that's like, I like gardening, so I'm gonna put some tiny alien like creatures in my garden and make a game out of it. Like he finds the weirdest inspirations. Yeah. Like, yeah, like he is. Or, like, I like going in caves, so Zelda. Like, like it's, he makes weird connections. I like doing mushrooms, so Mario. But, um, but yeah, the I don't know. I'm excited for it just because it's classic Star Fox, and I love classic Star Fox. But it has a little ways to go. I really want to play it. Either at E3, possibly, later this week, or at Comic-Con for sure. I'm excited to try get my hands on it. But it's definitely... It's definitely... It's a big holiday game. And I'm looking forward to it, but it's definitely a few iffy... Like, I'm a little worried about a couple things.
1: Controlling Bowser and
2: Skyliner looks cooler. Oh, I might get Skylanders just so I can play as Bowser the whole time. We might do like Donkey Kong Bowser team up the whole time.
0: Oh, we'll get to Skylanders. We will get. Actually, no, we can just talk yeah. about it. No, why not? <laughs> so Skylanders was another thing they announced. Actually, second thing in the video they announced. What's so, what's about that? a
1: completely new game, Skylanders Eve. What was it called? Supercharged. Supercharged. So, yeah, it's
0: a new game. We talked about very briefly last episode when you were gone. Don't but
1: normal, giant, twisted? Yeah, but they didn't call it
0: twisted. Super they called force? it like Swap Force, yeah. And then now trap, vehicles. trap Team. Trap Team, and now vehicles. Yeah. uh so yeah the new thing is vehicles there's 20 different um vehicles you can buy and special supercharged characters that when you pair it you the vehicle you know, in, like, like physical uh, in stores uh, like toys because it's all toy to life games you know and um yeah and then you can get these special characters and put them in and drive them around but what they're doing now is and we kind of talked about this a little on our sunday episode where we're like oh there's a rumor that amiibo will work with the new skylanders no exactly yes Kind of what they're doing kind is of the whole
1: switching. It was it's
0: weird. It was I don't know cool. why it's necessary. You have an NFC chip. Just make it double the capacity. Why do you have to like make someone actually switch? Maybe it, it's it's I guess inter- I guess it's it more interactive. More... I guess that's true. And maybe true. maybe
2: just the way it stores information like it's kind of like partitioning hard drives. Like it can't, it can't like read one and like search for the other. One. it has to just like go one or the other. Yeah, you're probably right. It is cool because it's like oh now, when I eventually get Mario Party 10, I could still I'll have. One Bowser that's still for Smash Brothers, and this cool one for the the
0: Skylandered out the yeah. the, the Mad Max Bowser essentially. They look kind of like like not Mad Max, but like super like you know what I mean like not Strikers. rogue, These but are exaggerated. Like, mm-hmm.
1: Strikers Tarch, mm-hmm. It looks cool though. I Bowser.
0: But yeah, it's interesting yeah. for those who um for those who maybe skip the Skylanders part of the digital event because it's, it's Skylanders. Back. Basically, what Nintendo's doing is they're working with Vicarious Visions, who they've collaborated with a ton. I mean, back when Wi Fi Connection launched in 05, it was Tony Hawk's Pro or America Skateland. Uh, they've been very close with Vicarious Visions. And now Vicarious Visions is like, hey, we're making new Skylanders. Why don't you give us your characters? And we'll put them in the game with custom vehicles. And they're producing toys to go with it. So everyone thought the Amiibo crossover would mean you just use your Amiibo. But no, they're literally making new Amiibo for Skylanders that look like Skylanders, but kind of double as normal Amiibo if you want it. So that's the gist of it. So there's Bowser, and there's Donkey Kong.
1: And little Diddy Kong on the sidecar. That's true,
0: and Diddy Kong on the sidecar, but he doesn't get any credit in the announcement. <laughs> He's just kind of there. Yeah. But uh, they do look pretty cool, I'm, I'm going to be honest. But it's kind of funny. Oh, it's technically turbocharged Donkey Kong and hammer slam Bowser. They wanted to do Giga Bowser, and Nintendo said, no, yeah. be your own Bowser. And they're, Magma okay. Bowser. Yeah, so I don't know why they called him Magma Bowser in the video. It's Hammer Slam Bowser.
2: No, because he could turn into
1: Bell. Oh, right, that was, right. Like, the, that's, that's right. Perfect. That's right. You're right. He just spontaneous. He just spontaneously combusts. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But uh, but yeah, the funny thing you were you were saying this before recording. But the funny thing was during the video when Reggie and him were talking that Chaos Vision's right. guy,
1: and how he was. How Reggie was claiming. How protective they are.
0: Not only that, but he said the words. We're no. He basically was like, "We're really hard to work with at yeah. Nintendo. How did you manage to put up with us?" It's like who says? Who's like, "We suck." How did you work with us? Like it's a very strange moment. But also that. Well, oh, just because
2: he wanted them to say like, "Oh, you guys are very supportive." You told us to do whatever we want. I know, but who, <laughs> not who even. but who like <laughs> plays
0: up their bad reputation in a video for themselves? <laughs> like it's bizarre. But um for a
1: company who's very protective of their characters. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird con. But it. that
0: bit went a little too long, I feel like, in the video. But it's cool to see Nintendo do a third party. it's cool to see a third party actually do something with Nintendo on the Wii U these days. That's not like Hyrule Warriors or something where it's just they completely make a Nintendo game. Like it's still Skylanders, it's still its own thing, but Nintendo's loaning IP. It's like when they did uh, NBA Street with Mario playing basketball, except not quite ridiculous. Do you remember that? Back no. on GameCube? Yeah. It was an NBA game, NBA Street Volume 3, and it was like full-on like NBA. And, you know, like, there's Shaq, there's Kobe, there's an out-proportion Mario. Like, it was bizarre. There's Mario, Peach, and Luigi, I think. Yeah. It was, they also did SSX, snowboarding. <laughs> Oh. It was the weirdest thing. But yeah, this kind of reminds me of that. And the game on Wii, when you buy it, will, they will have a starter pack for SuperCharge that comes with Bowser or Donkey Kong. I think Donkey Kong only, maybe. By default, in the package. And they can buy the other one. So, I, think, gosh, I think
2: the other one came with Bowser. Oh yeah, right. there's two, you might, there might be two, you're right. The, oh yeah, well, there's one, the 3DS one I think comes with Donkey Kong and the Wii one comes with no, Bowser. No, the 3DS one is a totally the different game.
0: 1? They're not doing a 3DS one. Really? It's its own unique um, beast, Rock of Bear term. But, uh, but yeah, so Skylanders was one thing that was going on with Amiibo. Another thing that was going on with Amiibo is probably the biggest fake-out of the entire Nintendo Direct... Sorry, digital event. And I can't believe they thought people would not be disappointed when they show Animal Crossing, and they show someone walk out of a town square, and then, surprise, it's Mario Party with Animal Crossing. Uh, Not even. It's Fortune Street with Animal Crossing. It's like, what is going on? What? So much text. Mm -hmm.
2: Like, every... like stop is like oh you landed on essentially community chest they're like oh I bumped into my friend and we dropped all our money yeah it's like
0: a, it's like one of those old 80s text RPGs where you're like just saying at your computer it's like you turned left there was a dragon but there's no actual dragon yeah, it's just words about it how,
1: like, they like well, tried you... to include everything like, like the special events cause there was like oh, a yeah, hunting the, company that's
0: uh, the thing is they're trying to do that yeah they're trying cause they're trying to make it I don't know if you guys ever played Fortune Street on the Wii is Mario oh, is a Square was, like, Inic- weird yeah characters? it's Square Nix's is uh, long running like finance board game and it usually starts Dragon Quest and then Mario's put in and you're like doing stock exchanges and stuff. This does that. This does that. Instead of stock exchanges, it's the turn up exchange. And like you were saying, yes, all the events are in there. You pick what month you want to play. There'll be holidays within the board. The board layout's kind of the same, but the environment around it changes depending on the time of year and the season. So there's like a lot going on that's very like Animal Crossing, but at the same time they're like, you know what, we're making a real Animal Crossing for NX, so we're just gonna put our B team on this (laughs) thing and hope people buy it like that's the impression Do i got out kids of it. Understand the game? i mean it's not gonna be that difficult i don't think but it is it is different and kind of unexpected and well, kids have fun with it that's why i don't know <laughs> i mean yeah i think as a family game it could be cool like if you're or with friends the older kids. yeah or if you're a friend well it's not that complicated i don't think it's no, just a lot
2: of complicated just some um, whether something that will hold your interest or not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: and there's no mini games yeah, like exactly. Mario Party. I
2: player. was gonna say like it didn't look like there were any kind of mini games except like, oh, Tom Luke is playing video games at his house. Yeah. You get and everyone and everyone had a good time, so everyone gets like happiness points.
0: Yeah, and those happy points actually. What's interesting about that is that's where the amiibo tie-in is because I don't know if I said the full name of the game. It's Animal Crossing Amiibo Festi- Amiibo uh, Festival. And, man, if you thought Amiibo being shoved down people's throats before, just you wait, because this game is dependent on them. You use the <laughs> Animal Crossing cards. You use new figurines, which uh, it comes with Digby and Isabel as well as three Animal Crossing cards, all bundled. Or, separately, you could buy K.K. Slider, Tom Nook, and Mabel, the you know one of the crafting, league, uh, knitting, clothing makers. Um, so those are the Amiibo it comes with. And if you scan the Amiibo in, you, you can track your happy points. So you earn happy points in the game. You do things with those happy points, and at the end of the match, you can save the happy point balance you have to the amiibo, bring it back for next game, keep ranking them up, keep getting new stuff in the game, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But still, this is like one of their big holiday games, and it's like weird Animal Crossing. Like I don't know. Also, how is it Unless that more
1: some amiibo out of it? Like, KK.
0: yeah, and the amiibo look great, but it's just kind of like this is not what people wanted when they said mm. they wanted Animal Crossing on Wii U. Like I don't know why Nintendo. Nintendo must have known people are going to be disappointed, right? Like, especially, like I said, the fake out at the beginning, that was. <laughs> like, they literally show Animal Crossing, and it's like, oh, wait, he's walking to a board? He's rolling a dice? Uh oh, uh oh, oh, <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Right.
2: The, the Wii U just comes to Donkey Kong, a car, and some random other. Oh, Skylanders? Some Ew. other Skylander. Yeah, yeah I, I did my research. Because keep in
0: mind, the Skylanders thing is Activision wanting to use Nintendo as a gateway to the Skylander world for all these obsessive fans who are buying every amiibo. So they're definitely going to throw one of their own characters in by default, yeah.
1: That's not gonna work though.
0: No, it's not. It might work for younger people, but not for us jaded no, old folks. only folk.
1: work for the Wii U version.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Well, yeah, it's for of you.
0: Yeah, but, um, but yeah, but Animal Crossing, I don't know, what, what would your guys take when you saw it? Because I assume everyone had the same idea where, like, Animal Crossing, oh. Nope.
1: I mean, I, I definitely <laughs> lost my. I, wasn't, I stopped paying attention. <laughs> but every time I looked up, it was like, what? Now they have, a, like, the intake competition? Like, oh, now they're ce- celebrating a different holiday? Like they just included everything about Animal Crossing So I had just no idea what was going on Yeah, it,
0: it does look a little confusing I mean I
1: guess the, of the board game just kind, of like, uh, yeah. I just kind of
0: passed it on It's really funny though Because it was kind of a given And we all, I think everyone thought this I was like, oh, if they're doing a whole set of Animal Crossing amiibo cards For Happy Home Designer There must be another Animal Crossing and game how, how much? And everyone assumed it meant Oh, it's a real Animal Crossing <laughs> Silly us, it's another weird spinoff Yeah
1: uh, how many characters are they going to have in the cards? Uh, they're launching series
0: cards? one. Series one oh. with a hundred, and you, there will be more series decks? to come. No, no three, if it, well, in Japan, pack. in Japan, oh. you're right. In Japan, it's you could finish it. Three cards per pack for four bucks,
1: and a hundred cards in total.
0: Yeah, and they're randomized. Oh my goodness. That's in Japan. In America, they have said they have not announced plans. My guess is they're going to make Pokemon and do eleven per deck, per pack, and charge like six bucks or something. But I might be wrong. I'm hoping I'm right because that's wrong. a better deal for us. But yes, it's... Uh, oh, true. They're going to do 100 at a time or at least 100 start and then from there it'll do more and it works with Home design, home Designer which we'll talk about later in the 3DS segment and um, uh, Amiibo Festival which, by the way, is a horrible name for a game.
1: Wait, does that cover <laughs> every single Animal Crossing character?
0: The 100? No. Oh. Or else they wouldn't need to do more series. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, it's... I don't know. It's kind of weird. And you know what the weirdest thing about it is? Is it weird? does this look like a downstep from Mario Kart 8's Animal Crossing track in graphics? Like Mario Kart 8 looks uh, super good and this one's kinda like uprezzed city folk. I don't know, it looked fine. It looked fine, uh, but like it didn't look as good. I
2: didn't really bought I didn't really pay much attention.
0: You turned it. you tuned out as soon as you saw a board game appear.
2: Yeah, I was just like, oh, I was just, gonna, just I, I was just kinda like, I was just I was just style. passively watching. I d did, I didn't even like really notice like any detail. Right,
0: no, it's 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 definitely I would argue that I feel like even the ammo crossing what was it called? On the Wii U, the free thing for a year. The ammo crossing tree Oh that thing. What was it called? Animal Crossing update, ammo crossing community. You know what I'm talking about the the thing. About. Yeah, that thing. Look, had better like lighting effects and stuff than the than the Amiibo models? Fest. Yeah, yeah, the models just look better. I don't know. It's just it, this whole thing. It was kind of disappointing, and it was weird because like, this wasn't the only game in this direct. We'll talk about it later, but this wasn't the only game in this direct where Nintendo did a total fake out. I mm-hmm. mean, they 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 brought back Metroid, except not really. They brought back.
1: Uh, that was disappointing too.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get to that one, but um, it's, it's just weird. Like, why why did they keep doing this? The one game they brought is yeah. the home
1: design and the board game thing the first time Animal Crossing did a spinoff.
0: Yep, because Animal Crossing, when they brought it here in two thousand two history lesson. When they brought it here in 2002, they didn't think it it was going to do well. They were taking a huge gamble, and they were saying in interviews, like, you know, it's a huge endeavor to to actually translate this thing. We don't know how it's going to do, so it's kind of a risk. We're going to see what happens. They released it the same year as Star Fox Adventures, Super Mario Sunshine, and Metroid Prime. It's kind of like that fourth other game. Yeah, it was. It was one a month, the whole fall. Um, And it was just like, you know, they're just like, well, we'll see what happens. Maybe it'll do well. And then it blew up with Wild World, the next game. And from there, obviously, the rest is history. And now the franchise is so big and Isabelle has become an like, actual mascot yeah. for Nintendo that they're starting to pimp it out, essentially. And here we have two spin-offs a month, a month approximately apart. Trying to take
1: advantage of the love.
0: Pretty much, pretty much. And hopefully they don't turn people off by doing it. I think Happy Home Designer is more in line with what fans want. This is just this is just them doing an Amiibo cash grab. I mean, right in the name, Amiibo Festival. It's <laughs> like, they're not even being solved. I don't even know if the games go work without Amiibo. It has to on some level, but... I guess it comes with two, so no matter what you have an amiibo to use, but still a weird, weird move.
2: Does it come with KK?
0: No, it comes with uh, Digby and Isabel. Oh, you did say that. I did say that. I don't remember who's Digby. Digby's the dog, the male dog.
2: Isabel's brother.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Now, one game that was exactly what you would expect it to look like, and probably too much so, and also came out of nowhere is uh, Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. Which, by the way, when they were showing the trailer for this, I was sitting there going, "That's kind of cool." It does look cool, but I was they're going like, um. Oh, they better not just, like, figure out another word for power. Because all the console Mario Tennis's are smash this, smash that, like, Mario Kart, or Mario Golf. Wow, Mario Tennis uh, power, power Smash ten- was the GameCube one, right? Or the Wii one. There's know, a Power never. Smash somewhere in there. Oh,
2: well, the 64 was Power, Mario, power, no, one of them was Mario Power Tennis. Oh, yeah, no, it was Power but, Tennis. And, and, and 64 right. was just Mario Tennis.
0: You're right. Oh, Power, what was the 3DS one? World Tour. No, that's Golf. Power Smash was uh
2: open court, open or, or court.
0: Oh, never mind. Well, either Mario way, was... is
2: open. Uh... Yeah, Mario is open. It's yeah, Mario is open. That's right. right. Yeah,
0: for some reason. Well, no, you said. Uh... No, I said open after. Okay, you did. Because but yeah, you're right. you're right. You're right. Playback the tape. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, this one I don't know. I think like, they better not call it like Power Smash or like Ultimate Smash, and they're like Ultra Smash. I'm like, oh, I guess they are calling it that. But yeah, it's fine because so here's what Nintendo announced for this game. They showed what 45 seconds of footage. Here's what they've announced. You ready? This is how this comes out this holiday. It is 5 months from release roughly. And here's what they've announced. You can play multiplayer with other people, both online. singles and doubles. They have not said if it's online or mm-hmm. local. They just keep saying with family and friends. Here's the exact wording is compete with friends in the multiplayer game on the Wii U system. What what does that mean? <laughs> you can do single, you can do multi, you can play on a variety of courts. You can play with new characters for the first time and Hi, and Here's a good one Control your characters Every movement on the court Using precise timing And the correct shot To outwit your opponent Doesn't even know What this game is yet? <laughs> it's out in five months And they're saying like Yeah it's a tennis game You know There's a ball It comes with two rackets on, One on each side mm-hmm. Like it's the weirdest description So what we don't know
1: describing What you would have to do
0: Yeah but it's just like saying Hey we're making a Mario Kart You race Forward <laughs> They'll be on turns, a road. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there may be an item box. It may go like, boop, 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 but we don't know yet. No, but um, they did announce two new things. But it's weird that these are literally of the five bullet points. Those are three. The the real things they announced were um, there's a new jump shot technique where you jump. Oh, yeah, <laughs> kind it was in the trailer. Yeah, but oh, now there's a more. Oh, yeah, that was more. Yeah, the now trailer. there's like that. it all the art for the game, it's like Mario way up above, like shooting down with the ball, and then there's now um mega battles where you have a mega mushroom that's lost in the trailer and you use this mega mushroom in the mega battle and your character gets super big and gives you a get props to intent for this one, you'll gain a big advantage over the competition. That's from the You know
1: the most the most impressive part of the trailer was when Toad returned a ball from a giant Bowser. <laughs> yeah, that so was tiny.
0: That was. The size comparison was pretty great. But yeah, it's <laughs> weird that like this game goes down in five months and we know nothing. I mean Nintendo like, knows nothing. <laughs>
2: and the 3DS one I like, I didn't have like a, a, ton, a ton of ton of most but
0: I had single player?
2: No, no, no. It had, but I mean, it still had like a lot in. Like you had and all those, it had though. all those costumes to collect. Yeah. It had a um, had a single player thing that like had challenges. It, still, it had online. I don't know. It was.
1: It, was, it would be embarrassing. The
2: like, one didn't
0: have online, and the three ds one had online.
2: I and mean, it was pretty yeah. much exactly what we wanted from a tennis game because like we really liked it.
0: To be honest, I imagine Nintendo's strategy with a lot of game announcements, although weirdly not usually during E3, but this time it seems to be, is we're just going to show you, look, here's Mario Tennis, and then a month and a half out, they start going, by the way, here's single player, here's all the costumes, here's the online, here's the ranked battle, you know, all that stuff just kind of rolls out randomly. But it's weird that they would show literally nothing when it's five months from release, except it exists. It screams filler content to me. It screams them going,
2: Mario Baseball's coming later.
0: No, well, maybe not to, not to Wii U. It screams. them am going. We U's on its last legs. We're about to phase this thing out. I mean, it's kind of apparent. There's like, only three. We talked about all three of their new games. They announced everything's 2012. Really but what? When the Wii U come out,
2: 2012.
0: 2012. So this is, They're kind of. I feel like the Wii U is going to be gone by end of 2016. Before or not second, gone, but yeah. Well, I mean, months. the thing bombed. Quite frankly, it's still under 10 million sold. They're going to take. They're going to do a do-over with the uh, NX, and I think Mario Tennis is just to keep us happy for another yeah, six to eight it's months.
2: Compatible, I don't want to have to start
0: over with Smash Bros. Uh, I, I don't it, know if it will be. I well, have, remember, have Smash keep in plus. mind, Iwata has said they want to build on top of the Wii U architecture for their next system, so it's possible. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying the games would be get bad. I love Mario Tennis, but it just seems like, it seems very filler to me, for lack of a better term. Yeah, but I mean, what, what's your thought? Because you were telling me before I recorded, like this morning when we were texting about the uh, event, you seem kind of... Not into it, even though you love Mario Tennis. What, what's what's the deal? Well, it
2: just because it still felt too recent.
0: Well, Ooh. I mean, Tennis on 3DS was what, two years ago?
2: Yeah, no, it just feels too recent.
0: But yet, Kart was okay when they were two years apart. Or no, they were three years apart. Never mind. Touche. And we get a... I just debated myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but... Um,
2: it just felt like a little too recent. Maybe like if it came out next year
0: or something. Do you think it would be better but... if they did Golf? No, no, especially that's, that's not golf. Oh wait, golf more is more reason. recent. Just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. You just want baseball or well, strikers?
2: Well, it's because we had we didn't we haven't had baseball in a while.
0: I would be okay with strikers, but I'm pretty sure next level are the guys developing the new Metroid, so they're a little preoccupied. But I just feel like strikers would be a good fit. Strikers has always been like
2: strikers is fun. I I, just, I would want strikers or baseball, but mostly baseball because I still play the the baseball one
1: right. once in a while with a friend.
0: Right, right. What are your thoughts? Um. I guess I'll play it because he buys it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. So, um but yeah, that it's it's weird because I I know I'm gonna end up buying it. I'm like sitting here like, oh, we don't know anything. Games not, like I oh, probably do not have a game. I'm sure it's gonna turn out fine. I'm sure it's gonna be fun. It does look fun. It's just like anything mm-hmm. Nintendo, anything at all. But what's weird is like, so we just went through their entire basically their holiday lineup: Star Fox Zero, Mario Tennis uh, Ultra Shot. And Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival are everything they're putting in Holiday, along with Xenoblade Chronicles X, which was confirmed for December 4th, which is just shy of the 2015 they promised. Three weeks to spare.
1: Hmm. That's
0: almost like releasing it on New Year's Eve. But, um, yeah, it's kind of weird, though, because, like, that, that's kind of—everything else we know is coming this year, we've known it's coming for over a year. I mean, Yoshi's Boy World is now October 16th, which is clearly—it comes out in Europe this month, so clearly they're putting it there because they need another game for the fall. And then before that... Um,
1: there's Hybrid Warriors for 3DS. Yeah,
0: but that's 3DS. We're on Wii U. <laughs> yeah, but... uh Yeah, no, there's a lot for 3DS. Like, a lot, which we'll talk about. But for Wii U, it's kind of weird, because it's like, these three games, Yoshi World, and then the only other big one is Mario Maker, which is now Super Mario Maker, coming out on uh, September 11th.
1: I keep thinking that's for 3DS, too.
0: Mario Maker? Mm-hmm. No, it's for Wii U, and it looks good. We saw it at the Nintendo World Championship. It's...
1: It does keep
2: getting better. It does. And then I saw that you could um, swap out your the hand because I remember asking you like, oh, you always you're stuck with a Caucasian hand. Can you change the tone of the hand? And you can. Um, you can change it to a cat hand.
0: That's good. Well, for you, that's perfect.
2: Well, this, no, it, like, you like but,
0: making cat puns. I mean, what can be better then?
2: I thought that was really awesome though. You could at least swap out the hands for something, even if it's like nonsensical. That was a weird
0: reaction. I'm like, for you, that's perfect. And and then he's like, eh, I don't know. But it's awesome. It's like, so it mm-hmm. is perfect for you. No, but it's awesome that you can change it. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. said it's perfect. Oh, I'm not calling you a cat. I'm not, cat. It's, no, I'm not not I mean, saying say it's, cat. Perfect me, it's perfect for me. It's
2: perfect for me be like a Bowser hand. Or, true. True. Like, I don't know.
0: But more, perhaps more importantly than that is, um, now we know a bit more about the game that's coming together. First of all, it was at the Nintendo World Championship and it looked insane. The levels they built in that, the Treehouse put together the four level The
2: just dependent on your creativity and how... Well, not entirely, because it turns
0: out Nintendo's going to pack it with pre-made levels and upload more to the community as after release. And on top of that, some of those levels they announced in Treehouse Live, like, literally maybe an hour before we started recording this, um, all four levels from Nintendo World Championship are going to come with the game, so everyone can try it for themselves. Everyone already knows the... Yeah, well, not everyone, but the couple hundred thousand that watch know, yeah. But, man, that was crazy. The, The Championship, we'll talk about later, but, like, the energy during that run of it was just, like, that room, like, was... Mm-hmm. It was... Everyone was super into it. Like, it was really intense. And lo- I love... I love the idea because they just, like... The thing about Mario Maker specifically at the championship was they just, like... They took traditional Mario, like, tropes and expectations and just subverted all of them. So you hit a block and an enemy falls on you. Or, like, you jump up and you think you're going to have to dodge a spiny shell guy and it turns out he's a helmet to protect you from the next section. Or, like, there's always random things that you would not expect. Or, like, there's, like, seven, uh, seven enemies stacked on top of each other all jumbo. Or you go into a room of Bowser and you're just like, nope, and immediately leave again, mm-hmm. like. It's just there's a lot going on that's really cool, and what they're doing on top of that now is as a time for the 30th anniversary. Each copy of the game is going to come with a 100-page booklet, full-color booklet, bound, like, nicely bound booklet of different levels that the developers and other people have made as just, like, inspiration for you. It's like a coffee table book of, like, ridiculous Mario designs. Oh, cool. Like, there's one that's, like, a giant smiley face, and Mario's, like, inside it, and then there's another that's, like, you know, all these weird layouts and stuff. You can just kind of peruse it and make levels you want. And it comes with every copy of the game. Separately, they're also releasing two Amiibo, it turns out. Um, 30th Anniversary Mario Amiibo, they're both 8-bit design. One is current Mario colors, one is the old brown and red. And if you use them in the game, if you tap them in, you'll be able to basically uh, jumbo... Jumbo? Is that a thing? You'll be able to supersize um, a Mario, your Mario and have him bust through levels, kind of like um,
2: Mega the Mega
0: Mushroom in New Super Mario Bros. Which is, you know, they could have just made that a button that you pressed, but that's okay. It's still kind of... The Amiibo look cool, and they're they're branded. So the is it available. Uh, it, I guess I think you could do it in any of the four modes. That's the thing. Oh. The other neat thing they do, actually the cooler thing, is they're gonna put retro visual filters over it when you scan in the Amiibo. So like, it'll look like you're playing on like an old CRT TV with like the, the like slight bend to the screen and like the bluish. Like fuzz and all that, oh. so it looked like you're actually playing a retro game. Or like, remember when we were at the World Championship? I guess I want to
1: pretend I'm playing on an old TV in my new TV. Well, Exactly, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's almost <laughs> as good as playing a uh, virtual Xbox One inside the Oculus when you're sitting in your real in front of your real Xbox One. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just little things like that to kind of. I think those Amiibo you're buying to have that Amiibo because it's a special edition. It's his 30th anniversary, right on it. And then you're like, well, we'll give you some retro stuff for it. Why not? And threw it in the game. Or if you tap other Amiibo in uh which i think they gave examples like, the of like yeah like there's link uh kirby Wii fit, Wii fit trainer it on one foot. Really yeah exactly and you'll get specific animations and costumes I mean, and everything based on those yeah there are tons so um pack
1: sonic in it. especially sonic
0: yeah and actually those ca- character costumes um can be unlocked separately through a challenge mode in the game it sounds like so you don't necessarily wait, need... so sonic may not maybe not sonic what? but some of the nintendo first part wait what
1: That'd be interesting. Uh, I, just, I just
0: didn't know the Amiibo's word. Oh, um, I don't know if they confirmed Sonic. It just says select number, mm. select ones. But then again, Sonic is in Yoshi's Woolly World, so Nintendo has free reign on the license. So why not? I mean, it'd be cool. But but yeah, you can, uh, there's a 100 Mario Challenge Mode, and you can use that, um, you can, hold hold on, sorry, let me restart. The 100 Mario Challenge Mode is unlocked by, by tapping the Amiibo, so I got backwards. You don't, Get the amiibo. You don't get to unlock the costumes without the amiibo. You use the amiibo to unlock this challenge mode and then you use the costumes within it. Like Splatoon. It. Yeah, like Splatoon. So it's another paywall of sorts, a physical DLC. But but nonetheless, um, it looks very really cool. <laughs> like the more I see, now that I know it has actual pre made levels, I'm super excited because mm-hmm. I've said it multiple times on the show, but I've always been like, I, I'm i not creative. I don't want to build I mean, things. I just want to play things.
2: She girls, like, Mario game of this you're right like this is like the this, big, is, yes. this is like the big Mario but the, but the interesting because essentially they were run out of ideas for 2D side scrollers so they're like alright yeah, are just giving you the tools we used to make them and Yeah, we essentially can never make them again because
0: Not, that's true yeah because how it used to be as they were showing in the direct is or the digital event is they used to map out all the levels on graph mm-hmm. paper that was cool and then yeah that's actually really see that developer diary was actually really cool um the Yoshi Woolly World when we could have done it because redundant to what we already know but this one was really interesting um but yeah, and then they made a tool internally whenever they did that lets them make Mario levels and basically they're like, here's the tool prettied up and with Miiverse integration. Have they fun. would have
2: to like redo how they make Mario games completely mm-hmm. for them to be relevant again now.
0: Maybe they're hoping not that many people will buy it because it's on Wii U and then they can just hmm. release a Mario game for the NX and be like, yeah, what are you guys talking about? Not that many people play Mario Maker. Super Mario Brothers NX. It's like, Valve, Mario Brothers
1: <laughs> it's like Valve releasing their source filmmaker for free only that Nintendo's charging.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like free but cost money. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. It's interesting though that this is Nintendo's big thirtieth anniversary move, but yet it's smaller than the year of Luigi was. Like the only other thing Nintendo's doing for the thirtieth anniversary is the I don't know.
2: I mean Luigi got like Luigi was in got, ed- got got his own levels but they were shorter and like Mario's getting a whole game where you get to make Luigi got his
0: own game and he got called out and featured in like seven other games. Like uh the the last Mario and Luigi game was all about him. Like, it, I mean, and the amount of swag Nintendo is giving away about Mario. Game is like, I mean, I not think of how many Mario
2: games have come out in that's between during that year. I mean, we got Paper Mario Secret Star. That's true. Super Mario 3D World. I mean, and, we didn't yeah. it, but... Yeah, still. that's true.
0: But the only other thing they're doing for 30th anniversary, that I guess kind of almost undermines my own point, is the Let's Super Mario website well, where we can submit a video of you doing something with the Mario theme. I
2: guess it was a good cause.
0: Yeah, and it all go, yeah, and every video they'll donate to Operation Smile, which interestingly is the same organization that Nerd HQ down at Comic Con donates to every year. All their stuff they do down there is for Operation Smile as well.
2: Did we ever find your name on that wall?
0: We did. I don't remember. It was there. I have a photo. I'll show you after. Okay. But um, but yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm excited about Super Mario Maker. It's interesting that a they decided to put Super in front of it, and b that uh, it's not their big holiday game. It's Mario, but it's coming out in September. They're doing the triple threat of tennis, Mario Crossing, and Bob builder impression. yeah, seriously, he looks like um the kid, the the not Wreck It Ralph, the other guy. Fix it Felix. Yeah, he looks like Fix it Felix kind of. Who? Mario in his construction outfit. I don't
1: remember seeing that. The cover of the cover of um, the game. The cover of Mario Maker it
0: has him wearing like yellow and it. blue. It's also in the World Championship, but someone oh, wasn't watching. Uh, yeah, so that that's Mario Maker. Um... I mean, let's. Uh, Jose, you're creative. Or do you plan on actually? I'm
2: kind of making like a few levels just to challenge others.
0: That makes sense. Oh, and every level that's in the game, by the way, is gonna be fully editable. Edit, edible, edible, edible. <laughs> you can eat every letter and or every level, and you'll love the taste. I'll,
2: I'll, I'll probably like send the levels to you first, and I'll be like, "Can you beat this?" And if you beat it, then that means it's not hard enough.
0: What if I'm just really good secretly, and you'll know? No. All right. Well, I tried, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> The the one final game we're mentioning is we learned a bit more about the Shimigami Tensei Fire Emblem crossover, which is the only Wii U game coming out in 2016. By the way, like that's it. I mean, there's Zelda too, but I don't know if Zelda Zelda also Zelda also. But I don't know if Zelda's gonna end up being in the next cross release or not. But anyway, so Shingami, yeah, I think oh, I honestly Princess think it's totally good. They're totally good at Twilight Princess. It, but um, Shimigami Tensei they're doing on Wii U and. I don't... Know. Well, first of all, it has the new working title. Yeah, here's its working title, which just shows how weird it is because I couldn't even do a name that someone can pronounce. The <laughs> English working title is Gene Iban Roku Hashtag F.E. Working? That's the working title. That's definitely a working title. It's not even a title you can say easily. And um, it seems like the game's super J-pop overload. Like, it is definitely more Shin Megami. The trailer had a J-pop song. Yeah, and not only that, but here's the premise. So your main characters are actually trying to fulfill big dreams of becoming entertainers. Wow. And uh, this is all real. They their This is from Nintendo. They polish their singing and acting skills in the entertainment business in their daily life and work as artists. But then, but then you see, they become mirage masters and go into the dream world where they meet the Fire Emblem folk. And you see, mirages are these uh, alternate dimensions where all sorts of crazy things happen, which is basically Shin Megami Tensei's core premise is you have the daily life. And they had the crazy RPG world, and they kind of co-mingle. But, I, I don't know. Like, when I imagined a Fire Emblem game, I didn't really imagine, like, I'm going to be a J-Pop star being a major plot point. <laughs> it's a, it's a Shin Megami game. more than it is a Fire Emblem game. But, I guess Nintendo was hoping that people would just be like, well, it has Fire Emblem in it, I'll get it. Kind of like they do with some of the Amiibo, where they're just like, well, I mean, it's an Amiibo, I'll buy the game, because it com- like Mario Party 10. Oh, well, it comes with a Mario Amiibo, I guess I'll buy it. But, I, I don't know, that kind of caught me off guard. It made me I would say it made me significantly less interested in the game, but uh, well, I I don't know. It's still Fire Emblem. I know you're, you, Jose, aren't a big fan of Fire Emblem, one way or another, but it was...
2: I mean, I, thought, I don't like it. You're
0: just not a big fan of it. You yeah. just don't play it, that's all. You don't have, like, a dislike. You just don't go out yeah, your way to I play tried. it. I tried. Yeah. I don't know. It's just the whole thing just struck me as weird. It's definitely more from God, I tend to Tensei. And, again, it's the only Wii U game coming out in 2016, which is arguably the bigger talking point here. There's What's nothing... Like what? What's I thought Besides Zelda, yeah. But I still think that's going to be a cross-release, because, I mean...
2: That's not... That's still a Wii U game.
0: Yeah. It's it's just... The weird thing is, there's other stuff coming out this year that Nintendo didn't even mention in the direct. Like, where was Fatal Frame? That's coming to Wii U this year, confirmed. What happened to Devil's Third? That is coming oh. out in Europe and Japan in August, and North America didn't even get a peep. Are they going to do, like, a Disaster Day of Crisis situation where they don't even release it here? Like, why would they do that? They need, <clears throat> they need any game they can get. It seems very strange to just be like, "Yeah, we don't need that one. You so do need that for one."
1: Who have a PS4. <laughs> well,
0: it's like it's on there. <laughs> I, mean, I know uh, PS4 killed games. it at E3, but it's not like I know there are games. There's just not a lot of them. <laughs> but
2: I maybe I may end up getting a PS4 slightly earlier than when I got my PS3,
0: just because of how much it's coming to Man, talk about fans! I already have
2: two games that I'm buying like mainly for myself. Which ones? Um. Transformers, a- Alien, Isolation, Transformers. There was another one besides Transformers. So three games. Um, I forgot it, but... Oh! Um, Resident Evil Relations 2.
0: Ah. Yeah. yeah. Like cool. But yeah, I I don't know why they didn't say anything about Devil's Third. It, at least Fail Frames on the show floor. You can go to E3 and play it, and it's a thing that's coming out. But Devil's Third is just like vaporware in America, which is really bizarre. But more than anything else, it is abundantly, abundantly, abundantly clear... That Nintendo has, is shifting away from Wii U at this point. They have they, they did not show anything new of substantial... I
2: think they can't do... Um, port to backwards compatibility. Like If they want the NX to be successful, I guess they can't have a gamepad. Yeah. So, I don't know if the games will Like I don't know how much retooling they'll have to do so it won't work without the gamepad.
0: I mean, they can't really. Unless, Some un- games are so dependent Unless, on
2: unless it. they do the thing like, oh, if you already have a gamepad, it could sync with the NX and thus you can't play your Wii U. Damn it. Or
0: better yet, just keep the Wii U and buy the new system and have two systems. They don't owe it to us to let us get rid of our Wii U's. They owe it to us oh. to support us to support the Wii, they which is what they
2: If they want, if they keep on, uh, if they still want to make money from Smash Brothers and Mario and Mario Kart, Mario Kart, Mario Kart they can... think
0: they're just. I think that's partly why they're doing as much DLC as, as they are. And we'll get to Smashes later in the show. But I think their attitude is let's let's milk these, let's get as much money as we can out of them, and then we need to move on to NX. The Wii is a lame duck at this point. Like it's. I hate to say it, but the thing's still under 10 million units. It's still. You know, it's still not lining up the sales charts no matter what they release. And this year, they're th- everything they're announcing this year that's new and coming out this year is very clearly for the people that have one. I don't think anyone's gonna go, "Oh man, Mario Tennis, I gotta go buy a Wii U." Or mm-hmm. Star Fox, that's kind of a stripped down one, you buy a Wii U. I mean, there's certainly some, but these are not system sellers. I these are sustaining Wii U for Star Fox. what.
1: I see people buying Wii U for some Yeah, maybe, maybe Star Fox. I game, stepped too far there. The only there. game that
2: mm-hmm. would make people buy the system would be Zelda. Other than that, they already came out with all the games that would make people buy the Exactly. Like, now they just, have the Mario Kart, they have Smash Bros.
0: Yeah, they have Mario 3D World, they have. Oh, it's a, yeah. Good of games. We, it's a really good lineup. Wii, a, like, nothing <laughs> against the Wii U's lineup. They have an awesome selection of games, but it clearly didn't work enough to save so the, the, the two system. There's
2: loads of Wii games over there. We barely made one. Yeah, they
0: have great games, and they like being at two. Like, you know, they have niche games, stuff, they have big stuff. It's it has a good lineup, even as limited as it may be, but it just didn't work. So now Nintendo's like, Well, let's keep the fans happy and cut our losses and that that's the message I got walking out you know, I'll after that direct.
2: After on the Wii U. That was
0: awesome. Yeah, and I suspect by the way this is where the real Animal Crossing went. I am pretty sure at one point we were gonna get a full fledged console Animal Crossing and Antenna's Nintendo's like, Let's let's just move it to NX. Imagine, you know, in the first year of NX you get like Animal Cross first at launch you could have Animal Crossing and Zelda. That would be nuts. So it makes sense that they would cut their losses and just be like, We'll, get, we'll give we'll a board game.
1: It was and it worked.
0: And it worked super well. Sold six hundred thousand in a day or something like that. So two days. So uh, they might cut their losses.
1: I guess these other launch title for the
0: NX. Definitely. And imagine if Animal Crossing was there. Because Animal Crossing is a beast now on the uh, three D 3D- like it sells so well on three D S. So it it would just automatically make the system a success. So, People do
1: want their console animal crossing.
0: Yeah, although I don't know how much they want versus the handheld. Because, like the game's more handheld friendly in general. But, yeah. but speaking of handhelds, see that yeah, transition. Yeah, same, same. It's just like it's just not as it's harder because you can't just play five minutes here, ten minutes there. You have to like sit down and like invest time, but for a game like Animal Crossing it's best to play in small bite sized chunks, which is kinda of the opposite of the philosophy of playing a console. It's yeah. It's tricky. But um Speaking of handhelds, the Wii U had some stuff for sure, but I'd say the 3DS had even more stuff. The 3DS lineup is definitely the bigger of the two this year into next, and um, I think the biggest surprise of it was probably uh, Federation Force, which they're claiming is a Metroid Prime game of some sort. So, uh, I mean, technically it is. Well, the but.
2: Federation's. Like, armor is, um...
0: Samus-esque.
2: No, it's the same as the Federation suits that you see in Metroid Prime 2. Oh,
0: well, yeah, of course they're tying it in. My, oh, yeah. my yeah? my point was, like, it's Metroid in name, but not in game. It's
2: just, like, Federation Adventures this is what they're up to. Yeah, exactly. Playing, it's a spin-off. so uh, the fun stuff. I think they should they're probably... soccer and
0: doing mini You mean they're playing battle ball? but speaking of which um, Space Officer. we everyone okay so at Nintendo World Championship everyone online is probably the same way Nintendo World Championship happens they bring out Battle Ball they don't call it Metroid they're just like Battle Ball same everyone's kind of like logo. yeah and you say you lean over me and go that's the same logo and now I'm like yeah this looks like Metroid Prime Hunters and then like just there's like a murmur in the crowd just like a whisper like traveling through the crowd it's like it's Metroid why, why aren't they calling it Metroid are they not making Metroid this is basically Metroid and then sure enough Tuesday rolls around and Nintendo's like gotcha it's metroid and i was like no we, we knew <laughs> so it was yeah it's it's metroid in name that's for sure but basically the core game is you join a four player uh, online or local squad of characters and you're going out to do these co-op missions that are assigned to you and there's certain objectives and certain goals and secondary objectives that's it there's no overworld map it seems there's no exploration it's just like you're dropped into an environment like literally i have a, sh- I have a ship you're like dropped down and then you go and do the mission, and it's like there's a cover system of sorts, but it's first person. Gears of War? It's like Gears of War, Metroid Prime Hunter's Gears of War, kind of. But first person. Uh, And it does look, I mean, if you get over the fact that the graphics are kind of odd for a 3DS game, like it looks more DS than 3DS currently. Although Mm -hmm. I imagine in 3D it will look really good, because of that depth. Uh, But if you get over that, and you get over the fact that it's not really Metroid, it does actually look really fun. I was watching the Treehouse Live this morning for it, and it looks super fun like i just stopped caring this isn't metroid prime whatever and it like the the Treehouse guys are having a legitimate fun time like they're they don't really act they just like <laughs> genuinely like you could tell when they're like really into a game versus when they're just like yeah i, I like this because i worked on it and those guys are having a blast like it looks really fun it's and it works online which is unusual for nintendo these so days I like.
2: you were just as excited when you first heard the announcement of this game as you were when Metro prime pinball was announced
0: Dude, Metro Prime Pinball is amazing. I was actually really excited about that one, and it's one of my favorite DS games. I'm not even kidding. It is so good.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, this one, I, this one, when they announced it, I was completely indifferent, and then once they started showing it in the Treehouse, that's what sold me over. The trailer did nothing for me. The Treehouse did everything, which is why I think it's such a good move to for them to keep doing the Treehouse and have these daily streams, because they go really in-depth. It,
1: it changed one person's opinion.
0: It changed a lot. Like The tone changed significantly on Twitter, I feel like. But, but then again, there are some polls going around, like, people's initial gut reactions to the games, and um, Metro Prime Hunter is, like, 9% in favor. <laughs> or not mm-hmm. Metro Prime Hunter, Metro Prime, Metroid Prime Variation Force. Well, but um, 60
1: frames per second, like, that one indie game?
0: Oh, like, uh, uh... Ghost? No, I know you're talking oh, about. Space. Um, Iron... 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 Ironfall? Ironfall. Like ironfall. I don't know, the one that has episodes. Ironfall. Yeah. Oh! Ironfall.
1: No, he's talking about Moon.
0: Oh, Moon. Oh, yeah, yeah Moon. Yeah. Ironfall yeah. is also that 60 frames. Or- that looks
1: great, <laughs> That's what I would want in a mature
0: crime game. I mean, hopefully it's 60 frames, because the graphics aren't that complicated. Mm-hmm. And nothing against the developer. I mean, it's being developed by Next Gen. Or, sorry, Next Level, sorry. As in Luigi's Mansion. Next Level games. Mario Strikers. So, I'm assuming... Or at least that's what I've read. So, I assume, given their history, it's going to end up looking really good in action. But in the in the screenshots, it looks kind of janky. Then again, Codename Steam looked really bad in screenshots and looked great in motion. So... It's it's all the art style, right? You can't produce self-shaded screenshots for 3DS very well. It has to be in motion. But, but yeah, so you're, go, you're going through and you're doing these missions. And a lot of them are just like fighting enemies, but there's also objectives and collectibles and that sort of thing. And uh, there's sub-weapons, main weapons. You aim with the gyroscope, which is different from the last Metroid Prime Hunters, obviously, where you had to use the touchscreen to aim and you had to use the little weird thumb pad thing for the DS. Do you remember that? Like the thumb stylus? It came with only... Oh, yeah. It came with only in first hunt, Like, the first wave of DS's in first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was, like... It, it worked, but it was a little weird. But I feel like Gyro's gonna work a lot better. And based on what well, I saw them playing, they were all pretty good. Granted, they have experience, but... I still
1: feel Gyro's the best way of aiming in any game. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it makes perfect sense on 3DS. So, although that also makes me think, well, then maybe it, uh... Maybe it won't use 3D. But for new 3DS, it would make sense. And which is weird, because they didn't announce it. The used
1: Gyro, and it was 3D.
0: Yeah, but... It was a little, like, you had to move with it, and it wasn't as no, fast-paced. Really. It broke, the 3D broke for me all the time on the old I'm 3DS. Playing it right. And I wasn't playing it <laughs> right. And I
2: beat it, and it never really broke for me. Oh, all right. Fine. But I think it was Resident Evil, like, you're not really, like, that's like crazy.
0: That's chances. what I'm saying. That's literally what I just said. I said you're not moving it as much. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're not, or yeah, you're not but, moving it as yeah, fast. But,
2: yeah, but then you also said that you're moving with it, so it broke. So, oh,
0: yeah. Well, my point was it's a slower-paced game, <laughs> which is what I said to you initially. But um, you can have one and the
2: other. Fine, it's a
0: slower-paced game, which is the one I'm sticking with. But uh, what was I going to say? I guess for new 3ds, it should be okay because that one tracks you, obviously. And what which is weird because they did anyone notice the lack of new 3ds announcements in this oh, in this no presentation? There's well one, there is no Rhythm Heaven, and two, there was nothing new 3ds exclusive, new 3ds bonus, new 3ds extra. They had all these people plop down 200 bucks for the system. They had. Uh, oh, Warriors, isn't that
2: like. New 3DS exclusive? No. Really?
0: Nothing is new 3DS exclusive. Wow. Nothing has been announced for a special mode. Nothing has been announced for anything. Xenoblade Chronicles is so far the only new 3DS game that's only for new 3DS wow. from Nintendo. Which strikes me as weird. But I guess... I the, mean, Nintendo I, always
1: has their own exclusive Directs Yeah, 3DS. Yeah, and
0: I, and I imagine stuff down the road. Like, they could very easily say Federation Force will have 60 frames per second on new 3DS, 30 frames per second on old, or something like that. Like, there's, there'll be advantages, but I guess there won't be exclusives. And it is worth mentioning that um, the other half of the game, besides Federation Force's core mode, is uh, Blast Ball, which is what they showed in the World Championship. It's three-on-three soccer in the Metroid universe, and your goal is to shoot. You're in like a mech suit, and you're shooting the ball into an opponent's goal, and every time you score, the goal shrinks, and there are weapons and items and things, and it looks bizarre. I mean, we watched, what, 20 minutes of gameplay at the World Championship, and the whole time, we're just kind of like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> like it just it looks somewhat frustrating to play because like the ball has its own crazy physics so like even when you're like oh, I'm gonna get in the goal it's like it'll just ricochet somewhere else well, also
2: if, just because like two people are shooting it from opposite sides yeah. of the ball basically not moving yeah like you need like someone
0: to or it'll just slip through like and go like way far so it's like I don't know Bow ball is good that's a secondary mode and hopefully they flush it down and speed it up a little because that's kind of slow but
1: it could be a fun drinking game
0: yeah but I mean it's on 3DS so that'll be a little tricky Oh. Hard to watch as a group, I mean. If there's but more than four. Oh, that's true. Been, that's yeah. true. We're, we're I, just, the, I, I just don't know. I just assume that the six
2: involved would be the ones playing. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: I didn't think that through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Federation Force and its Battle Ball companion won't be out until. Sorry, Blast Ball won't be out until 2016. So we have a little time to wait for that. But one thing um, that I thought was kind of interesting is it and this next game both have a real big emphasis on local multiplayer and that other game or just multiplayer in general and that other game I don't think anyone expected this we're Legend of Zelda what?
2: we're playing the pronoun game
0: yep this other game <laughs> is Legend of Zelda uh, Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes I know Triforce Heroes is the other one and um I mean honestly it's Three Swords yeah it's Legend of Zelda Three Swords it's like they dropped the link they added online play and they're like Go. Have fun. So, um, it's the same visual style and the same top-down view as... Uh... It's the same. It's the no, it's... Models. No, no, well, I mean, they swapped out the models for old Cell Shade Link, but it's built on the same engine and runs exactly the same as Is it old? Legend of Zelda a Link Between Worlds. They literally say in the press release, similar visual style and top-down view of Legend of Zelda Where? Link Between Worlds. That just means, that's just uh, me. That's a nice I way of saying.
1: I similar to... Four no, no, could. no. Link between
0: worlds. Link between yeah. worlds. It's built on that engine. And how it works is your link, and there are two other links, and together you co-op your way through entire game. Or if and you're you get playing
1: different powers with different costumes. Yes,
0: things. yes. That's the kind of and you can cross dress link, which they made a big deal of, which actually kind of eat. But mm-hmm. um, just for like the girl players, it's a nice way for them to make link female because he's he's what just neutral enough. No, half of Nintendo's <laughs> players are girls now. It's 50-50 almost. That's why every says game is so says Nintendo. That's why in their stats like the Club Nintendo metrics and everything they collect it's 50-50 that's why every game of late has so many female characters because they're trying to appeal them that's why Smash has more that's my that's why Smash ra-
2: just came out with three male characters
0: for DLC well they're not gonna I don't know but my <laughs> point is it's like 50, It think about it High Rewards was a ton Mario Kart 8 was a ton Smash Bros more than ever it's a very they're very specifically going after women they've said as much yes. in Japan they had they uh are doing this whole thing where like, yeah, we're trying to target women uh, that don't normally play games with rhythm heaven and girls mode three, which is style savvy, and there's a third one that I'm drawing a blank on. But they, they are real they are vocally Animal saying coffee. they're doing yeah, maybe yeah, happy home designer. Yeah. They're definitely going after women. Um but yeah in this case, for this one, so the big new thing is unlike Sword swords, you're not necessarily just running around as four people. You're working together as a team and they have to with do... With three. No. Yeah, with three. You're now running around with three people. Yeah,
2: four people would be too tough for the totem. Yeah, for the, the, the new, totem, the which totem is, totem is a new thing. Mechanic.
0: Yeah, which is... Um, they use it just for new puzzles. They use it for new ways to like activate things and beat things and whatnot. And it's... um, It's this game's big hook is the totem. Take I feel it like the really
2: totem bad. is the weakest thing about it.
0: It kind of is. But, I
2: feel like it slows everything down. But...
0: I, don't know. I, mean, like, I mean, the... it requires a lot more co-op than four swords did that's for sure and and the thing is like four swords you know they are trying to do like oh you're cooperative and competitive because like you're all collecting your own rupees still you use the rupees to upgrade your own costumes each costume has different stats as you were saying Elvis. but they still share the same health bar you still have to work together on a totem like it's definitely they're trying to like hone in four swords a little bit I feel
1: like they tried to make the
0: totem the selling point they did they i mean they totally did it was like okay. So it's like, hey guys, impressive. look, new puzzle mechanic, the totem. And it's like, yep, I'll okay. use that in one dungeon to be like, that was Wait. cool. I want to do something else. Like that's the highlight of the game. Well, no, the <laughs> highlight is three player Zelda with custom co- custom oh, yeah. costumes, online multiplayer, and. Uh, mm, I
2: feel like that's a game I wouldn't want to play online.
0: Yeah, because you know how you communicate online? No voice chat. They give you a re- they give you a series of emoticons you can use, like a whole mess of them, and you use the emoticon to like share how you feel. There might be voice chat down the road, but right now all they're saying is emoticons. Um, and there is single player. If you don't want to play it online or local, there's single player where um, you get to rent paper link dolls to run around with you. And you switch between the characters on a fly, so you're controlling one at a time, which sounds just... It could be tedious, it could be fun, I don't know. I mean, it worked for The Last Viking on Super Nintendo, but who knows how it worked for this. Uh, but the thing the thing I kind of find interesting is... Oh, it does support download play, so only one copy of the game actually needed which is kind of nice and it's really you were saying you don't want to play online jose and i think nintendo is expecting or wanting people not to because one of the things they're really pushing with this and metroid is local multiplayer here are two traditionally single-player franchises that are getting new entries on the 3ds that are all about multiplayer and if you recall a little while ago a couple months ago saturi Wada, their president was saying nintendo's new initiative to promote the 3DS is to release more local multiplayer experiences. There's Mario Kart, there's Smash Bros, there will be Yokoi Watch, there's Pokemon. They want to keep doing that, and they'll have games this year that do it. And then sure enough, here we are already three, and boom, Metroid, and boom, Zelda. Both of which do exactly what I said they would do, and kind of do this like Street Pass 2.0 thing he was talking about, where it's like, Street Pass, you know, people congregate for that, and now I want them to congregate and actually like play games. So it's a marketing move. It gets people, you know, if you're walking down the street and you see 20 people crying around, a couple, you know, Metroid matches, you might be intrigued. So so that's kind of the idea behind these, I feel like.
2: Happy Home Designer caught me by surprise a ton.
0: You know what's funny about Happy Home Designer?
2: What?
0: It and Zelda have one very obvious thing in common that is very transparent and surprisingly transparent for Nintendo. They are both just reusing old game assets. They're both just like, like, Happy Home Designer is totally new, Leaf. Uh, Triforce Heroes is totally A Link Between Worlds there's nothing wrong with this but I haven't seen Nintendo that blatantly be like let's just recycle everything as they did this year with these two games like their resources are clearly stretched a little thin as they work on the NX if they're like we'll keep pumping out games but we're not gonna bother with new assets not gonna bother like too much other other
1: creativity went to Splatoon
0: yeah, yeah, they had to it. It cost a lot of money and time and effort to make all those different ink colors, <laughs> and now, they, now, now the they're suffering. Yeah, yeah, right, right, or to just render Judd's multiple individual hairs. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, Ammo Crossing Happy Home Designer. You said it took, it took you by surprise, why?
2: Um, because at first I thought it was going to be like, oh, these cards is that you decorate individual homes, like, what do you do when you don't have the cards? But... Oh, no, the
0: cards are the characters.
2: I know that's like, cause like, oh, you didn't know that? Like, no, cause like, without the cards, um, like you have these homes, you have these cards, like, no, I already, no, I knew that, but I right, thought right. that was just like, you come with decorating people's homes, like now you have schools you can make, you have like other buildings like you're actually managing the whole town. You're a city planner, essentially. Yeah, that's that. Like, so that's cool. Wait, I mean, which that's, is, yeah, I agree. That's kind of like what last episode I we said that we wanted, like, oh, it'd be cool like if they actually made you like that happy home association, and like, you're actually working that. Yeah. And it turns out you are.
0: Yeah, like literally exactly what we were hoping they do, they would so, do. Today so the price death.
2: ends up, I would say, somewhat being justified because it looks like you are getting like a meaty Animal Crossing experience from a different yep. perspective.
0: I agree completely, and yeah, even during the even during the digital event, it's kind of unclear just how much depth there was. But the Treehouse Live, they played it for like what forty five minutes maybe, and it was like I'm sitting there watching it like, okay, this is a full fledged game. This is kind of cool. It's literally Animal Crossing from a different perspective, which which is nice. And you get plopped down. I mean, you're saying you got like deal with multiple things but you're like putting in libraries and schools and you're deciding where they go and you're deciding how to decorate each one and who should go live in those spots or work in those spots and that's where the cards come in because you're picking characters to move in or you're picking characters to come hang out in a room you can actually call them on a cell phone which is just a phone on the touch screen and then you plop the amiibo card on the phone Hmm. it calls them and then they're at the place partying so it's um it is pretty cool and it's yeah, I mean, there's not really much else to say. It's it's nice that they're really flushing out the customization. You can now put items outside as well as inside, so you can decorate the surrounding area. And you're working for Tom Nook, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Which because like, I don't know why the say planner would work for Nook and not Isabel, but that's okay,
2: I guess. Well, no, well, Nook does own that.
0: He doesn't own the town. It's not a company town. It's not like
2: no, he owns that organization. He, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Stuff? I mean, Isabel. Wait, he does. Isabel is an assistant.
0: Isabel's As uh, assistant to the mayor. Yeah. The mayor's the one who plans a city, not... I know that's but... Like unless this is a company town. The, Maybe it's like Foxconn in China, where they're they own the whole, like, city next to them, but... They're, yeah, they're, it's a they're, contractor.
2: The contractors and real estate agents at yeah. yeah.
0: once. Yeah, and one, one kind of neat thing is, uh, you could literally put the houses wherever you want. Or not the houses, the structures. Like, you can put it on top of a river, and they will build a little bridge and put it next to the river. Or, like, an island if it's big enough. Like, put a house on an island, and it'll put bridges and everything for you. So it's definitely... It's like SimCity meets, like, a home decor... Game, which is a genre I never thought I'd say out loud, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of I don't know if I'm sold on it yet because again, like Mario Maker, it for me personally, it's a lot of customization, which isn't necessarily my thing. I prefer more streamlined, like like Chibi Robo Zip, Le- Zip, Lo- uh, Zip, Lash, for example. There we go, uh, like that. It's like oh, it's literally like you go point A to point B. I can do that. Uh, my
2: brain can comprehend my brain
0: can, my brain can handle that but this is kind of like oh that's a lot of that's a lot of freedom that's a lot of options that's a lot of like mm. twisting love seats around I don't know if I want to do all that man you would
2: love No Man's Sky
0: well I, you know it's fine is I do very really well play that even though it's like super open world but I don't, I don't think I'd get very far in it but then again, when do I get far in a game am I right that's where someone's supposed to laugh but okay
2: oh, it's, it's,
0: it's, yeah. it's just sad at this point <laughs> that I don't play my games but yeah, so that's um, I guess that's pretty much <laughs> Happy Home Desire. It does work with the Amiibo Series One cards. It will come with an Amiibo card, and then there'll be more to buy and more to scan, and there's gonna be many series. And this is coming out in October, I believe. So it is not their big holiday game, but close to it. I believe Pokemon, um, Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon is is their November game this year. Their big holiday one. So our holiday, our November for Nintendo is gonna be like. Mario Tennis, Animal Crossing, um Amiibo Village and then like Pokémon. Kind of a weird holiday. But but then in 2016 we get something kind of unexpected and cool, which is a new Mario and Luigi and also a new Paper Mario because they're merging them together with Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. So uh it's being developed by Alpha Dream, who is the Mario and Luigi people. So paper mario is not mario that's internal nintendo so basically it's a mario luigi game first and paper mario second but the the premise is uh luigi knocks over a book the book happens to be the entire paper mario world inside it Hmm. and then the book spills and paper mario falls out and then mario and luigi are like crap what do we do with this guy Hmm. and they have to figure out how to save the day (laughs) so
2: do we have this in a place where luigi can knock it down so easily
0: Right, exactly. It's uh, as Nintendo says. It results in hilarious, hi- uh, hilarious and dangerous hijinks. So we're in for a uh, for that. But it, um, it's mostly a Mario and Luigi franchise game. It seems like, but you do get to use Paper Mario's unique skills. He's one of three characters you have with you. So now instead of just being Mario and Luigi tag teaming, or like Mario Luigi, baby Mario and baby Luigi, it's Mario Luigi, Paper Mario, and that means special skills. You can go between walls. You can use him like hold on to him, like a paper airplane. He has special attacks. Um, he can equip them with paper items to attack with as well, from what I saw from the treehouse. So there's like a lot. It's basically the new hook. Instead of it being like, oh, Luigi's controlling the dreams, or oh, you're in Bowser's stomach, it's like, oh, here's a flat version of that guy. <laughs> Go. <laughs> but it does it does look fun. It's Although it's another example of a game that uh, yeah. reuses assets. I'll definitely buy it, though. Yeah, no, I, I think this is like there's not. Marvin Luigi, there's nothing wrong with reusing assets for something like this because they're story driven and they always alter the gameplay in a significant Hopefully.
2: way. Hopefully. Oh no way! Mario, do we do was fine. It was Paper Mario that kind of took a more simplified approach in the last
0: one. Yeah, that's true. And also, um, I don't remember. Did the last Mario and Luigi do like rhythm related? I guess they always do. We have to kind of press buttons in time with the attacks to get the maximum damage. Like, no, Duh, right. Duh. I
1: don't know about Duh. rhythm, but timing.
0: Yeah, they're they're calling it rhythm now. Like it sounds like it's going to be more of a rhythmic thing going on with it. Um, because one of the last points town makes in their PR for it is that um. Show off the moves of your giant paper craft by charging it up with uh, dance and strut. Okay, there's a missing word in there, PR. But you charge it up, you dance, you strut, and then you use it in battles against other giant paper papercraft. Oh, so there's dance. a... Yeah, there's <laughs> some sort of new... Oh, I know what this is. It was in the trailer. That, like, mech Mario that was made out of paper, that I think is this. So there's gonna be, like, a rhythm game component within. So there, <laughs> there's your rhythm heaven, Jose. It's now just living inside this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that those were kind of the highlights...
2: And
0: we've been calling you that the whole day. He has too. I know. Angel. There you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, that was. I feel like that was pretty much. Those were the big, the big parts of the, of the digital event. I mean, I think overall, when people came away from this immediately after it ended, they were disappointed. Like really? last year was so big. This year was just kind of like, all right.
2: Well, it's because they, they took out the Smash Brothers announcement and put it on a different day.
0: I think Nintendo did a, made a mistake by doing that. They I'm, had it at the
2: very end, like they, like they normally would. They'd yeah. be like, oh, we'll see a Street Fighter. At the yeah, end. yeah, yeah. Not only that, but. I about Spoiler Pistol.
0: Yeah, yeah, and not only that, but just like they built up, they announced stuff starting two weeks ago, and we're doing announcements like every six days leading to your future. So, like, got something big, right? So we would
2: have been like, well, we got a new Chibi Robo, we got a new, yeah. new character. I
0: think they something. screwed up by announcing everything in advance because if they were like, I mean, then again, all those games are not like oh, yeah. top tier. But if Nintendo said, you know, if they did the direct we're like, hey, new Mario and Luigi, new Chibi Robo, new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, new like if they just rattled off like a huge list of games, it could have well, uh, done. Let's see the direct
1: well. as a big deal. The digital it's event, Just yeah. another direct. slap of info. Which is
0: in, yeah, which is something Nintendo might want to regauge expectations for a little, because they should call if it's a direct. I Maybe mean, they should a direct.
1: prioritize E3 a little more.
0: Pri- I think it's great to do it year round, simply because it means more marketing, more attention for each individual game, which means they have better chance of doing well, and more people are aware of them, obviously. But yeah, E3 is like a spectacle. You need to make a spectacle. So
2: they definitely treated this one more like a regular direct yeah. than last year's.
0: Except with puppets. But, um.
2: They didn't go a lot with the puppets.
0: Yeah, no, they just had them dance. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, like, is I fortunate? Got, like, after Robot Chicken, like, which was like the entire direct was just stop motion. Yeah. And this is like, oh, I guess they only had enough money in the budget to make three puppets. Yeah. And only use them No, like, well, six, because they
0: turned turned into Star Fox.
2: Oh. Yeah. Six.
0: But yeah, it's just, I think, like, I think Nintendo is aware, and they're gonna try and do it. I mean, I water. this is crazy. So, the direct, the digital event happened. The reaction was just like, ugh, really? Because, I mean, last year, you know, they had Smash Bros. They had, all these, they had, like, all these games coming in 2015. Sure, we didn't get a ton of games last year, but we had Hyper Warriors, Smash Bros, Bayonetta, and then it's like, 2015, you're gonna get, like, six more, and they round them off. This year, it's like, remember all those games we have talked about for 18 months, and we have showed you in, like, seven directs? Here they are again. Oh, and by the way, there's that crazy J-Pop, Shim Tensei Fire Emblem, but that, that's a ways away. That's, like, all they did. So, everyone obviously was disappointed, and then... On the Japanese Nintendo Twitter, Saturi Wada himself posted the following. Thank you for watching. We take opinions of this year's digital events seriously and will work to better meet your expectations. I have never seen a company at E3 essentially say, yeah, we screwed up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's really rare. I mean, that's a good sign for 2016. I think they're going to do a blowout for the NX, like we were saying earlier, like Animal Crossing Zelda, all that. But it's very interesting to me that Nintendo... That quickly, this was like two hours after the direct already was doing damage control. And it's yeah. not like anything in it was that bad. Like, if you think about it, there's, st- there's nothing huge, but we still yeah. have a fair amount of content coming this year. I mean, Nintendo put out an infographic of like the entire lineup. If you read it off, there's a lot of games. I'll just do, I'll read the entire thing they listed, just give you an idea. Like, March, or sorry, March, wow, September, we have Super Mario Maker, Skylander, Supercharged, um, Animal Crossing, Happy Home Designer, it's not October, September, and Disney Infinity 3, okay, and Lego Dimension, sorry. Then in October, we have a week apart Chibi-Robo Zipline and Yoshi's Boy World, followed by uh, Zelda Triforce Heroes sometime before November in the holidays, and Just Dance 2016, if that tickles your fancy at the end of the month, Tickle plus sense. Guitar Hero Live the same day as Just Dance. Then during the holidays, Nintendo alone is releasing Star Fox Zero, Animal Crossing Amiibo Fest, Mario Tennis uh, Ultra Smash, Ultra Smash. Yeah, there oh, we go. It? Uh, Pokemon I'm... Super oh. Mystery Dungeon, Yokoi Watch, and they're having Sega release a new Sonic Boom. And then in 2016, there are rare targets. There's Fire Emblem, Zelda, Hyrule Warriors Legends for 3DS, which we talked about last episode, but now has a name. Mario Luigi Paper Jam, Fire Emblem Fates, which is Fire Emblem Ifs official US name, and yes, in the US they will have two versions, like in Japan, and Metroid, uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force. If you just listen to all those games, like I just read that, that took me about what forty-five seconds to read. Like that's a fairly healthy list of games. Well,
2: if you're gonna get them, all. yeah. But yeah, yeah but, but I mean, but get every get year, three of them.
0: But my point is, last year, probably I think two. the list was li- was in terms of Nothing. numbers. Well, the I'll list was. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting two. Well, I think I mean I'm getting one, probably two, three, four, five, six, maybe seven, maybe eight. I think like six of those just this year
1: that's not bad how did Sonic Boom manage to get a sequel
0: Uh, the TV show's super popular that's true the games are not but the TV show is and the 3DS one actually did okay so they get a sequel on the 3DS only we talked about it last episode but you weren't here but yeah Fire and Ice that's true for finals before you graduate but yeah my my point is last year I think we had the same number of games it was just not quite as high profile yes these are all the logos no, Amiibos. Oh, cool. Amiibos. Yeah. Yes, these are all the Amiibos. Isn't mm-hmm. it great that we're looking at Amiibos? Oh, they also have, speaking of the Animal Crossing Amiibos, they have a couple others that we have didn't the mention. They have the Llamas. Ooh, oh, and if you're wondering... for Ryu Yes, if you're wondering, the amiibo for Smash Bros. DLC, which we'll talk about later. Ryu, uh, yeah, Ryu Lucas, and Roy. Roy are all in 2016. But yeah, here's all the Amiibos, if you're curious. Uh, so yeah, that's what's Ooh, coming what? this year.
1: That, does the Amiibo lineup also fall for the...
0: I don't think I guess it has to, I, to I some extent. Yeah, to some extent these are all fall into but they don't have dates on them. that's the okay. difference. Isn't it great talking about a thing people can't see <laughs> on an audio only podcast? But no, seriously, my point is like, yeah, they're not as big of games, but it's not like Nintendo isn't releasing anything. They're putting stuff out there, it's just if you choose to play it. But I get the I get the bigger complaint is people don't have things they want to play, but I still think it's a healthy lineup. It's just not a hype lineup. I'm
1: that's healthy.
0: all. It's just not yeah, it's just missing it's just missing hype doesn't have the excitement of last year. There's no Smash Bros. equivalent. But, you know, they'll probably review well and do decently. We'll find out. Um, And it's funny, though, because even though the direct... The digital event itself was kind of meh, I feel like everything leading up to it, Sunday and uh, Monday, was, like, really impressive and really cool that Nintendo did. So we should talk about that a little. So to start, we have the Super Smash Bros. content update, which was Sunday morning at 7.40 in the morning. And that, that was a doozy. So for those who don't know somehow hmm. there's Ryu Lucas and Roy are all playable in Smash Bros right now you can get Ryu on uh, Smash Bros or Wii, Wii U for wait on Smash Bros Ryu on Wii U or 3DS for 4 bucks a pop or you can get them together for 7 bucks and if you get it uh, when you get him he comes with a bonus Street Fighter stage so that's the first DLC stage I've ever done and I mean you guys as Street Fighter fans well, you must have Somewhere been pretty else. happy right I mean, oh, yeah, because yeah, he he now. I mean, tell me what are your thoughts.
1: He's very complicated.
0: Because he has all his Street Fighter combos, right? Like they actually implement, or not all of them, but they, implement they a good implemented.
1: They it somehow, some. Super right, form. like the
0: whole button combos and everything, not just like the moves.
1: Yeah, right? they tri- like, incorporate his light, medium, and hard different attacks, mm-hmm. especially for the Hadouken. You could <clears throat> different speeds, and just the whole combo system just seems. In, in theory it's cool but I, I imagine in actual gameplay it's not really gonna work out
0: i mean have you tried him yet yeah how is it so far is it not working out it, it's, is it just it, like it's too really hard it's just, it just does it's, it's too hard is it too I much mean, for such a fast-paced game like smash
1: yeah it's yeah
0: because i mean street fire yeah it can be quick but it's still like there's two people on the screen smash you can have up to you know
2: eight i mean, I mean like we've been in like Fast fighting games that have worked like Marvel Capcom 3, like that game. But do the they fast. mimic all his moves in those? They, it, it, it's even further simplified. Cause like, I feel like in Smash Bros, they try to rec- He's like more true to his traditional fighting games in Smash. Than he is in Marvel Capcom. In Marvel right. Capcom, you just have one attack button essentially right. that does like that goes through all like all his combos. And then this one, you have like one attack button that, depending on how you press it and how you tilt it does like all the different types of hits
0: right or you can just mimic his old combos or you can just use his standard smash moves and be done right. with it that's what's interesting is he has the most the most depth of pretty much any character I think because yeah, that's like, it he really, literally has like seven different inputs for the same I don't know that's like just the fact that
2: you could like just tap A for one punch and then yeah. hold A for another like you're yeah. already gonna like in the heat of a moment like you don't even really you, you like normally don't, like don't you just press the button like usually sometimes hold it when you're like done with the hit but now that may that will make a difference right
0: right
1: I mean definitely a different mentality when you enter with Ryu
0: poor Reggie didn't know how to jump with Ryu during the tournament
1: Mm-mm. what so Reggie Hitcho? Reggie I mean, I mean, he was thrown off the stage he
2: just died
0: by the way for a guy that's been training up for a year go how's he using like a character and... that was revealed two hours or, or made like a month earlier like that's he, he lied he well, lied well
1: I mean there's still that video of him playing Mario Kart and he did not know how to turn well that's because he was
0: trying to use gyro when it wasn't on or vice versa which is still like, Which is still a little sad, yeah. I know. But at least at least Reggie may have fooled himself in front of hundred thousand people. He has mm-hmm. enough you know, he, he doesn't mind doing that. But uh so, so Ryu is one character, the others are Roy and Lucas. Those guys are uh cheaper. You can get them together in both Smash Bros. for three S and Wii or sorry, you can't each of them in both three S and Wii U for four ninety nine uh per character on both copies. What do you guys think of those guys?
1: Uh Lucas is pretty much exactly the same as Bra. That's what I imagine roy surprisingly strong and fast i don't really know the downside he's like a him. close
0: quarters <laughs> Marth, right mm-hmm. that's kind of the idea he's yeah because yeah,
1: ba- the base of his sword is stronger but he kills so fast and yeah, like so, usually fast. When so I, it's a
0: character for me then
2: like usually when i like yeah. when if i, when I fight like a mars and lucina like when they pop out online i'm like like i don't know like there's like no like no intimidation it's like oh okay it should usually go in my favor but then when you fight Roy now, it's like, oh, well, man, like it can be, like, pretty fast, like, without, like, before I know it.
0: Right. Okay, I'm gonna have to try Roy. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to try any DLC because it's been, like, non stop E3 stuff for me, but, um.
1: Or because he doesn't play his video games.
0: Well, I mean, I do play enough to try things and <laughs> play a little, but, yeah, no, it's. I, need, I think I'm gonna like Roy more than, any of the, than the other two but uh, along with that it's also cool that Smash Bros is now like the de facto fighting game in terms of like every other fighting game is now somehow in Smash Bros like mm-hmm. they have announced a whole bunch of new costumes uh, for those who missed it. still yesterday. have
1: that Ballot character
0: yeah that's still coming that's coming indefinitely I think they're just gonna keep rolling out characters for a while that's so cool but uh, I think Chibi Robo has a super good chance now that he has his Zip Lash moveset. That... and his own Amiibo and his own Amiibo yeah uh, but yeah, so the costumes they announced, uh for those who missed it, Tekken Fire uh Hibachi yeah, Hibachi. I was said Hibachi. Hibachi, Hibachi grill. Uh yeah, uh yeah, he's in it. Uh and his amazing hair. Uh they added virtual fighter characters, they added Mega Man EXE from Mega Man Battle Network, they added Who's Zero Hibachi from Mega Girl? Man X, they added Inkling Boy and Girl from Splatoon, what was that?
2: Who's Hibachi?
0: Hibachi. Hibachi. Hibachi's okay. Hibachi's the grill that uh that um, Ooh, I know is, but I, I was I said Hibachi, which is the name of the type of grill they use at Benihana, because mm. I misspoke. <laughs> the whole Benihana grill and its chefs are in the game. No, but uh, all its costumes. I want to
2: get the costumes just to create like that specific me, right? Like, for each one, instead of just it's
1: having some money. Yeah, I mean,
0: they're they're that's a kind of it's six <laughs> bucks to get all of them, like if you were to get all of them, it's six bucks, or you could get all the characters, all the costumes, and the new stage for twenty one dollars, which is. Not as good of a DLC deal as uh, Mario Kart 8 was, that's for sure.
2: Uh, but for now, I'll just stick with my Splatoon ones that I got for free.
0: Oh, by the way, that that $21 also comes with um, the Dreamland stage, I believe, which is also out now, from N64 yeah. and Melee. Which is another cool thing it's they're the doing. Same. The same. Yeah, they're bringing back I classic think the stages. The are a lot closer. Yeah, that's, getting closer. That stage, by the way, is 3 bucks if you want to get it in both versions. So actually, the <laughs> Ryu is a really good deal if you get him in the and the stage for cheaper than you if you buy a different character on a stage on their own but um the Splatoon costumes look scary they well, look like it weird dep- well it
2: depends on the face like I I put one with like oh this is me for the Inkling boy yeah and, and it just looks funny it just looks like a person wearing an ink, like a really good Inkling costume
0: well I guess that's kind of what it is that yeah, makes sense yeah
2: cause I guess there's no way to actually make the Inkling faces
0: right right
2: they should just give them like helmets like, they should
0: have like the squid hats mm-hmm. which are themselves a separate thing you can get now yeah. Uh, but yeah that's what you can pay for Smash Bros but they didn't stop there they also have the Miiverse stage finally which is kind of simple it's kind of it's just like here's a stage it's and here's battlefield. some battlefield yeah it's battlefield but with custom messages behind it and every single character now is a Miiverse community where people can write things yeah. that pop up for, for when those characters fight yeah oh uh, for sure yeah, yeah. But I'll so play. that's now live. I
1: playing with my friends online. online. I was it was weird that that one was blacked out. You Can't play it online with friends.
0: Yeah, because I think they're worried about um, one the me- Well, no, not really the messages. I guess they're worried about the lag because it's point. Pulling- it's not only really playing. You're not only really playing it, but it's pulling data from online separately to power the the messages. Mm-hmm. So you basically are mirroring extra data that weren't normally. Because normally what I could do is just separately on each console render the background animations. But this time has to ping a server to get those. While you're playing, it's which I lag. imagine is extra server load that they don't want to have lag.
1: That was cool or interesting. Then now uh, on Miiverse they have every single character has a page. Yeah. Support Ryu, support Mario. Yeah. support Blah blah.
0: It's fun because I followed bad Meavers posts on Twitter, and the second that was announced, he just tweeted, "Oh no," <laughs> 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 the whole tweet. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of cool. But the bigger thing I know for you, Jose Angel, is uh Torny mode is finally becoming a thing. Eventually, sort yep. of soon. So you want? Is it what you want it to be? Because there's two different. They're doing two different approaches to it, right? Like there's options within it.
2: Basically, I mean, they're gonna have their own tournaments, and you can set up your own tournaments, and that's basically it.
0: Yeah, but it's. Well, don't they I have don't like a, they have like a point thing, and then they have like there's know. two different structures, so far, right?
2: Keep emphasizing online, I don't know if you could do anything locally, which is what I want, essentially. So we'll find out in August. We don't really know yet.
0: Right, right, but yeah, I, I, I just checked, and yeah, there's um for community tournaments which are the ones they're hosting it's based on uh, points in a certain amount of time and regular tournaments that you host you have specific rules happen at select times and you can kind of customize those things so there is going to be some customability and finally this one's super cool uh, YouTube YouTube Replays I love how Nintendo's Solution to every time we update Smash Bros we have to erase your, uh, save, your saved replays because we don't know how to handle that data properly it's just mm-hmm. you know what let's just throw them in Google's court whatever <laughs> just upload it to YouTube but it's something you would think would have been there from day one because Mario Kart saw pretty good success with YouTube Art Academy Home Studio is going to support YouTube for those time-lapse sketches so it makes sense that now Smash Bros. would get as well to upload whatever craziness but um, I don't know when that one's launching when is that one launching? not for a while, right? or is it the same as Tourney Mode, August? I
2: don't know, maybe in August
0: I guess we'll find out um, and also, of course, all these Smash Bros. have amiibo, which was one of the big things at E3 is here for Nintendo. or amiibo everywhere. We already talked about Chibi Robo. We already talked about Animal Crossing. Um, there's the Mario 30th, 30th anniversary, and now there's like a bajillion more Smash Bros. So what they've announced so far is Me Brawler, Me Sword Fighter, and Me Gunner will all have their own amiibo, along with Rob Duck Hunt, Mr. Gaming Watch, and Falco. All of those are coming in September, except Falco, which will be holiday. Um, Gaming Watch is super cool. Game Watch is, I think, my favorite amiibo ever because you get four different characters, you can swap them in and out, which kind of undermines like the structural integrity of the thing, I guess, but it just looks cool that you can have a custom one and they all look really nice and they're flat and it looks really slick. I I'm really excited for that one. Um and they're also promising that they're going to do Amiibo for every DLC character as we mentioned already. Lucas Roy and uh Ryu will have Amiibo in 2016, while Mewtwo is Presumably sometime sooner, but they haven't actually given a date. And
2: everybody's getting... There's basically, by September, the main line should be done.
0: I yes. Think. Yes. Because they'll be rolling out, like, Olimar and the Pikmin and Ganondorf and many, many more. So... And remember, in July, we still have Pit and Dark Pit. Or no, Dark Pit and uh, Polatina.
1: How would they release the DLC and Because, like...
0: The same way as the others. <laughs> like
1: Giant Waves?
0: Not, they're like not China Giant. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll do Waves, probably. Or they'll t- patch them, put them in with others. Like, it'll be Nintendo Day on whatever the Kirby Rebel comes out they in their release
2: the, the Super Mario Bros. series amiibos like, they released some of the
1: same day as the Smash Bros. one so yeah. like oh like
0: and the Splatoon also, like, came
2: but out like, yeah am saying
1: like, like on this in particular Mewtwo's own new one and the three other DLCs Characters are gonna. I know be that's, that's like next year, so is that's me- that's like Mewtwo will probably come out with the Animal Crossing one. With like Wave Two yeah.
0: of Animal Crossing, yeah, they bundle them. They, they Nintendo started doing this Nintendo Day thing where they have release dates of everything at once. They tried it a couple years ago, if you remember, 3D World and the Link Between Worlds came out the same day. Then it works, and so now like the most recent is Splatoon, where they released Wave Four Smash Bros. Amiibos, uh, the Splatoon Amiibos, Silver Mario for no apparent reason, mm-hmm. and uh, Splatoon all Money. at, well, yeah, but all at once on the same day. And they did the same thing in November last year when they first rolled out Amiibo and again in March with Mario Party. So their new thing is to do these big batch days. So I suspect in November, I bet you Animal Crossing, Amiibo Village, and Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon will come out the exact same day and we'll have me all the Animal Crossing Amiibo come out that day too. Probably like the weekend of the 20th. Mark your calendars, folks. That's my <laughs> prediction. But yeah, so that was one thing that Tyler did that was really cool. Then a day later, or later that day, they did the World Championship, which we'll get to. But first, real quick, on Monday, as Sony and Microsoft were going crazy with their huge announcements, and by the way, they were kind of killing it this year. Microsoft did a press conference that was all about games for once, and they didn't tell you how you should watch TV, which was nice. They did it for a little time. Barely, though. Barely. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And, uh, and they brought a car down from the ceiling just to go, look, we can bring a car down from the ceiling. And then Sony... Did um, basically a fan fiction come to life where they announced every game you've ever thought was never gonna come out like back to back to back, plus Uncharted Four and everything. So they they really k- killed it. But before all that happened, uh, Nintendo quietly was like, "Hey hey guys, uh, we like our indie devs. We want you to try their games. We're gonna put nine on nine of them on the eShop to download for free. Their demos. You have till the twenty second to download. And then if you download it, we'll remember." that you did, and when they release individually, you can get 15% off the game. And it's an impressive list. We got uh, Typo Man, Soul Axiom, Runbow, which is getting a lot of good buzz, Rive, Mutant Mud Super Challenge, Lo- uh, Lovely Planet, Freedom Planet, Forma 8, and Extreme Exorcism. About two-thirds of those I've heard of before. It's actually kind of cool that there's stuff on there I have not heard of, because that's even more enticing to go you know, see what it's all about. Uh, really cool. They've never done anything like this. It's the first time I've brought E3 home. Yep. So it's, Microsoft used to do this back in the day with uh, Xbox, I think, 360. But this is the first time in tell It's pretty cool. And we're going to play a handful of those and some that aren't on this list at an event here in LA during E3 and we'll have full impressions next episode. But in the meantime, go try what's there. I've heard very, very really good did. things about Runbow. There
2: a the few now that I didn't think I would like that I did.
0: Oh, like what? I would, um, well, which that aren't at the event we're going to. Let's try that. I don't know
2: which ones are Okay, ones. just say whichever then. I like the um, Extreme system
0: what is that exactly that's one i've never heard of
2: no, really cool. it's um you first it's just it's just a little it's a one screen arcadey platformer uh-huh you just like first kill an enemy you kill the enemy then that's the end of the round then the second round there's a ghost that mirrors the exact same action that you just did and you have to kill that ghost so then now it's think like you versus you And then after you kill that ghost, that round ends, and then another one begins. And then you have the original ghost of doing the original killing there, plus the one of your. Pretty much every run you do, you do it seven times until you have like you reached the six ghosts of all your prior kills. Yeah, yeah. So you have like a bunch of weapons, like and ammunition flying everywhere, and it's cool. It's interesting. That sounds very cool.
0: Yeah, if you like it, you get fifteen percent off when it comes out.
2: We'll save the rest for later, but yeah, there yeah.
0: were some, some surprises, some disappointments, or... What was the biggest disappointment? Eh, uh, let's not do
2: that it. That Sonic-looking one? There was one that looked like a Sonic game. Which one was that, that? ended up basically being a Sonic game. Which? That's um... so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 was it, was it it, 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 it wasn't one of the Planet it,
0: ones, was it? Lovely Planet? Freedom Planet? Freedom
2: Planet? It, I don't know. It, it's the one that looked like... It it kind of like bored. It started off as like like oh this is this kind of cool. It's like inspired by Sonic. Then it it was suddenly wanted to no this is pretty much like just like a Sonic ripoff.
0: Uh yeah. That's surprising that there's a game that you guys well now, did you not like it because you're Sonic fans or was it just bad? Um, like gameplay was because it's weird that Nintendo like they handpicked no. these so that's an odd one to include if it's not.
2: No good. no not no, no, like uh, I mean I guess it wasn't a bad game. It just felt like
0: too Sonic-y for you.
2: Like yeah too Sonic. It didn't really feel. Like, I not do anything different. Everything was right. like, oh, there's a loop-de-loop. There's that one, like, sideways corkscrew. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, if, Interesting. You go fast, if you go too fast, you turn into a little ball. Mm-hmm. There's bee enemies that kind of fly the same way. Oh, that's not even subtle. <laughs> was, no, oh, that's, that's the thing. It just wasn't subtle at all. Like, that's right. what I'm telling you. Like, and it, the it, place, right. right. It, it was bordering the, like... There were springs. And, yeah, the springs. Really? Yeah. So it's basically infringing on Sonic.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Yeah,
0: uh, I uh,
2: the character kind of looks like it could have come from the Sonic universe.
0: Well, there's plenty of fan art they could choose from for that, <laughs> but huh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm I mean, really. Ex- but,
2: but but I mean, sprite work is really well done. Right. Like, I'll give them like credit and all that. like everything moves smoothly. Like it like. They just felt too familiar to you. Yeah, like if you never played a Sonic game, I could see you definitely really liking this. Yeah. But like, since like yeah, well I guess um, I guess if you like the BMK. So
0: right, okay. right, right. But yeah, but I'm excited. I'm
2: inherently bad about it. It was just like. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: No, I but get. Like, I get Kind like cheap when you run up the. Oh,
2: don't nope. say what you mean. Like, like, the, it was this is got, like, also, yeah, it was like flash animated like rotation kind of stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, like, yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I'm excited to try Runbo, Rive, and Mute Muds mm-hmm. in particular. Was kind of really? Well, we need to play it with nine people. That's what we're doing at that event. So, it's going to be that's how it's meant to be played um also typo man looks really interesting it looks it's weird because it's like a standard kind of puzzle platformer with like that <laughs> silhouette art like, with the randomly words and like the words are the puzzles and i'm like i don't wait what yeah. so i'm going i'm really excited to talk to it the developer like... and try that yeah. but uh remember,
2: you have to spell words. right
0: right another, another game i want to try that isn't on its list that we're going oh, to yeah, get to play hm.
1: typo. typo
0: that's what it's called yeah typo yeah. man limbo man typo man <laughs> <laughs> limbo man but yeah the um the, the other one I'm excited to play it's not on this list for nindies but we're gonna get played and we'll have impressions next episode fast oh, racing neo
2: really weird one.
0: fast racing neo no, I just you know, need to throw that like, like,
2: out you know,
1: there arrows like... oh that one which, which is that there, is that
0: Solaxium
2: the only one that had like published by nintendo or something like that
0: none of them are published by nintendo
2: this one had like the nintendo logo are you sure it wasn't
0: licensed by nintendo
2: I mean, sorry licensed or something. I don't know, but you're, like, shooting in, like, happy rainbow land, and you're, like, just shooting arrows. It seemed
0: at... like a
1: pre-pre-alpha game. Visually, huh.
0: Interesting. I mean,
2: it moved really smoothly, and you're just, like, shooting at boxes with faces that shoot cubes at you, and you're, like, I don't know, what? it was just weird. Must be Lovely Planet. It was, a, it was an FPS. So Lovely Planet. planet.
0: I'll, I, was, I definitely need to download these, that's for sure. But, um, sure. but, yeah, we'll have impressions, full impressions, for those listening next episode on June 28th. Also, Fast Racing Neo, I started to say, it's shinin the guy that did uh, Nano Salt Neo and all those games. Oh. It's them That's doing F Zero really nice at idea. sixty frames per second, and it looks awesome from the footage I've seen. I'm really excited to try it out. So, we'll have impressions of that. But before we wrap up the show for real, uh, Jose Angel, we were lucky enough to go to the Intel World Championship and well, get a at... Didn't really
2: seem like was that lucky there, empty seat?
0: seats? Uh, there were empty seats. Now, here's the thing: for those who haven't seen it yet. On the site, we have an extra oh, call. that
2: we happen to live close enough that we have the option. Yeah, so.
0: exactly. That's All what right. I mean. Right, uh, and I, I I, enjoyed it. I mean, don't get me wrong. But uh, yeah, so inside, go to the site, Ramtown.com. In- In- hold on, hold bug on. Bug? I got to do my plug, you guys. No. Wait, wait. <laughs> Let me plug. If you haven't seen photos from inside and our kind of rundown of how it went to get there and what it was like kind of on a general level, inside the entire World Championships is the name of the article. It's at Ramtown.com. Go check it out. There's about 30, 20 photos up close with Miyamoto. Uh, but the event itself, we kind of in the article we focus on like what was like getting there at six a.m. or seven a.m. and standing around and then going in and like the how it was yeah, the crowd was enthusiastic but it was kind of empty so compared kind to of Smash. Rolled, around,
2: rolled in around like one. Yeah,
0: that's was what something. was weird is the Invitational. I didn't put this stuff in the article because that's why I kind of do a matter of fact like here's what it was like like there were fewer people in the crowd but they were enthusiastic for sure at certain moments. the Mario Maker moment, uh, Miyamoto coming out, the Reggie battle with Hungry Box last year's winner was like. The people—it was like you were at a WWE match. Like the way people were like chanting Reggie and like shouting and jumping out of their seats—it was nuts. But yeah, overall, it was definitely more subdued, I'd say, than last year was. Because last year Nintendo was really big on in the in the theater. It felt more subdued on the stream. The crowd was loud, really loud, and like there were certainly moments when the crowd was super hyped. But like last year, because we we we've been to both. Last year they gave out those. Um, booklets where you pick your character and after every match there's a fan favorite choice and you held up the thing and people were like freaking out they're like oh you know like people were going nuts like it's crazy and they told people to show up in costume which they again they rewarded this year by letting you cut to the front of the line but they didn't bother telling anyone to wear a costume in advance they like forgot to mention it so like only like six people had costumes mm-hmm. while last year it was hundreds of costumes um so like just that sort of stuff like it just felt more subdued as a result and there's a slightly smaller crowd because smash bros has its own competitive following mystery games a through D obviously do not have a following because no one knows what they are. But for what it was, I really enjoyed it. I think um subdued crowd side and a couple pacing issues. I thought Kevin Pereira was a really good host. He definitely had like I love Jeff Jeff Keeley's great. We me and him go way back. He retweeted me once. We're Twitter BFFs. But um no, but like Kevin Pereira, just like he was. I feel like he was more in tune with it and more on the ball. He's a he's a TV variety show host back on G four. You know, back in the day of G four. So he's more. This is more his vibe than healy who's a journalist but i thought prayer was really good and he was really quick on his feet and had some funny lines nothing that was like insulting to gamers like if they hired a normal comedian but like it i thought i did a good job and you know props to the commentators who were all pretty good for the most part although they did miss a few things but what do you expect when they're being told to comment on games that no one does commentary for bring like his, things like bringing
2: in a nine-year-old
0: bringing in the nine-year-old actually the internet loved that many they thought that was very really funny. Um, there, he had a couple good lines, but it was a little annoying because he took a long time to say his thoughts. Cause he's nine, but uh, yeah, no, I thought I thought it was pretty good. It um, it seems like the internet loved it a lot more than we did when we were sitting there. But that might be because we were standing there since seven a.m. and we were tired, and it was three and a half hours, and things like yeah, it turns out at points because like by about one p.m., doors open at three. Or door, doors up at one thirty. it started at 3.00 at about 12.30, Nintendo reps start coming around and going like, hey, do you have a friend that wants to come down? We'll give you a wristband. It's like, oh man, they're actually mm-hmm. like... Like, I went over to Starbucks on the other end of LA Live and there's like a guy with wristbands just passing them out to random passerby, pe- like random people. It was a little disappointing. And similarly, they did not give us popsicles in line this year. They did let us buy a Nintendo World Championship shirt for $25, but they did not give us free popsicles. Reggie did not visit the line. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely like is a little different. Obviously, this is a very direct comparison here. But um on its own merit, if you've never been to one of these is pretty cool, but as someone who went to the Smash one, it felt a little a little different. But the event itself was awesome, I think or the the structure of it I think was very really cool. The mixing of old and new, the idea of like Nintendo's so timeless that one minute you could be playing literally their two week old shooter and then the next minute you're thrown into the underground, which is the actual challenging stuff. And they had like Zelda up on screen, you had to like basically rush a dungeon. Or like they had you do the final thing of Metroid and the real challenge, apparently, was not hitting the virtual console home uh, menu <laughs> when playing Super Metroid. So many people were accidentally hitting, like, it would go like, the emulator menu. But, um... Yeah, like, hitting
2: home. Like, oh, the next event should be who can get to the level without hitting home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: but, like, um I just thought it was really cool how they mixed it, it so, like... It was
2: kind of frustrating to see some people play. It was, it kind of, yeah. I don't know. It's just like, like, why are you missing that jump? Like, like that guy at the end, like, he couldn't even Poss get to up. that first... Yeah,
0: you know what was interesting about Cosmo? So, the final the final two were John Numbers and Cosmo. John Numbers destroyed at Mario. I w- it was weird because, like, at the beginning, I wasn't that invested in it. I was like, okay, whatever. Splatoon's going on for 25 minutes. They probably could have cut two rounds and it would have been fine. Uh, but then by the end, I was, like, super into it. But um, Cosmo was really good up until the end, and they just kind of fell apart in the final Mario stage where he was going head to head with John Numbers in real time, opposed to alternating. Mm-hmm. And then John Numbers just, like, he clearly is obsessed with Mario because he, like, figured out the mechanic, nailed the mechanic, moved on to the next thing. But yeah, there were definitely some moments, like you said, Jose, where it's like you're watching them play, and you're just like, how are they not doing this well? And then you realize, well, they are in front of over a 1,000 fans in the crowd. They are in front of literally 400,000 people online. There are some nerves involved that will kind of mess with you. There's a like athleticism with sorts of being able to tune that out and just focus on the game, get your head in the game sort of deal. But but yeah, I I personally just like that they mixed old I and new like in such a it's way. It's not that as
2: there. hard. I mean, because you're still looking at a big TV right in front of you, you're not like performing like in front of like you're not. Yeah, you, but if you're you, not you, someone you, that's you, used you, to being you, on stage, you, you also have headphones on, so
0: they didn't have them on for all of it, just Mario at the end.
2: I know, I know, but that's what I'm talking about.
0: No, but like I was using like when you were saying like sometimes like they missed a jump or Super Metroid or whatever, where they kept hitting the button like that's you know they're probably it's a little really shaky. Hard hit the it is. The same, well, but, no, I don't think it was home. I think it was home would take you to the home menu it was start they were hitting right?
2: That was probably LRR
0: yeah it was LRR but yeah I mean if you're shaky playing like like did you see during the EA conference um, that game unraveled with the yarn guy game looks gorgeous but it's from this little developer team in like Sweden there's 14 of them and they're the game's creator went on stage and he's just a random dude from Sweden like he was nervous like his arms were shaking like mad like they zoomed in on <laughs> him holding the character and he was shaking like crazy but you're just kind of like yeah, that's right. This is like a really big international stage, and you're not used to being on it because you're a game dev or you're just a random player from a Best Buy who won at NES Remix. So I'm, not surprised, I'm surprised they didn't do worse than the championship, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I give them the benefit of the doubt. But, uh, but yeah, I think. What was I starting to say before? What, what were your other thoughts? I feel like you had something else you were going to say. Oh okay. oh, okay. I was just going to say that I think, um, I think they should keep doing this every year, and I hope Nintendo. I hope the online numbers were good and enough that they offset the slightly smaller attendance from last year and I hope the small, small...
2: the camera didn't definitely made it look like there were a lot of people
0: yeah except did you notice the first time the first time they walked people like what they used to do. what they did is whenever someone lost in the underground and left they like got high five the crowd on the way out and the first shot they panned up the audience And then you can see like tons of empty seats, and then they never did that shot again. (laughs) They started panning down from the empty section into the full. But yeah, it was probably like I don't know, a third to a halfway, third to half full the theater maybe. But um, but then again, last year Smash was only about half as well. So I guess Nintendo's probably happy. It's really a marketing thing. So if the marketing worked, then great. But it really felt like a good kickoff re: three because it was a nice reminder of just like, hey guys, video games are really fun. Like it's just a cool communal thing, and you can have fun and like we'll reward you for the fun and we'll bring out Miyamoto and he gets treated like a rock star like literally so Miyamoto comes out he gives the championship and a couple people start running towards the front of the stage and like with cameras and I'm like well if they're doing it I'll go take a photo sure mm-hmm. so I go to the front of the stage and then he does his spiel and more and more people start piling in between like the seats and the stage and then at, it ends the stream cuts and what you didn't see on TV so to speak is uh, he then reaches down to the fans to start shaking hands and you know when you're at a concert or something and, like, Jay-Z hops into the crowd or something and, like, the crowd just compresses and it's just, like, a tsunami of people just moving forward to try and get closer and get foes and shake hands? That's what happened with Miyamoto. It was as if he was, like, the biggest rock star in the world because he is <laughs> among his people. Like, he's among the Nintendo Legion and, like, they just, like, there's a photographer next to me with, like, a nice DSLR and he almost got knocked over and he kind of gave me this look like, what is going on? And I just, like, Miyamoto, man. <laughs> but, yeah, it was... I don't think he's ever experienced anything like that. Like, Miyamoto... little old
1: heart could take it. Uh, Yeah, he
0: was fine. But he... <laughs> like, because they started, like... They were it was right on the stairs to the stage. So they started going up the stairs. Miyamoto, like, took a step back. And they, they stopped, luckily, on their own. Surprised there was no security. But, um, yeah, and they just started, like, working in the line. He just went down the line, shook hands, went back a few times. But it was just, like, the amount of people that just rushed. It Miyamoto has been to events. He's met fans. He's done signings with with, like, seven-hour lines. Like, it's normal... But I don't know if he's ever had a moment where like he's on stage and fans are just like swarming him, like he's like the biggest thing in the world. Like that was is kind of kind of a sight to see. But but yeah, overall I think the the championship is cool. I hope they do it again. Again, if you if you guys uh, who are listening want to see photos from inside as opposed to what was on the stream, we have the extra up on the site. So go check that out. And uh, I think shameless. Of course uh, Well I mean I was up till 2.30 in the morning writing it So yeah I'm gonna shamelessly plug it That was a long day Woke up at quarter 6 a.m., went to 6am Went I sleep at 2.30am the next morning oh, Yeah that's, you, huh? that's what I do for this site Anyway so that pretty much does it for this episode This special bonus episode uh, Episode 100 around town podcast um, We'll be back On June 28th which is our normally scheduled episode And it's gonna be a doozy we're not only gonna have those indie game impressions I mentioned we're also gonna have the Nindie at Home impressions we're also gonna have impressions well yeah yeah We there's seven other games plus what we're gonna play uh, we're also maybe gonna have impressions of other stuff for sure Super Mario Maker from Best Buy possibly things from the show floor we're working our way into E3 it's a work in progress uh, but beyond that we're also gonna be talking about all the rest of the news from E3 because there's probably more to come there's interviews there's extra details there's maybe new game reveals Nintendo usually does one on a different day or night later in the week. Um, and as if that wasn't enough, turns out Nintendo's having their financial briefing next week for the first quarter of spring, which includes Splatoon's Ooh. launch. So there'll be a Jason Sales Corner, more appropriately. We'll know how Splatoon's doing. We'll know um, maybe some future plans for Nintendo. This briefing, two years ago, three years ago, is where they announced the 3DS XL right after E3. So there could actually be real news coming out of this. And they did say no NX announcement at E3. It's a week later, it's not E3 anymore. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? But that's all coming June 28th, so make sure to follow us on Twitter at Ram Nintendo and subscribe to us on iTunes for that. Um, also, we're going to have extras throughout the week, we're going to have coverage of that indie event, we're going to have coverage of the Mario Maker thing, possibly. Maybe inside E3, so keep an eye on the site and on Twitter to make sure you don't miss any of our extras. Besides that, you can find me and my E3 thoughts at JSR7 on Twitter, you can find Jose and his slightly fewer E3 thoughts, at, or Angel at uh, same person at Rero, Wero W E R O underscore O Elvis or Anthony or whatever your name is now is um, at Drake Redcrest which is exactly how it sounds and um, that's also his Miiverse handle Angel's Miiverse handle is Wero I'm Jason R that does it for this episode thanks for tuning in oh episode 101 don't miss it we're starting a whole summer contest with a very rare Amiibo giveaway and you are going to with it